0: Difficult terrain. You haven't seen slow till you've seen an urban mech trying to move uphill through a rock field. You are listening to Wolfnet Radio, the show that gives you chills like a cooling vest. I'll be your host this evening, Matthew lovebath Barrons. Tonight, co-hosts Andrew. I don't have a flag. Metal Crow. <laughs> good evening, guys. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> I did all these as we were talking the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> And as always, Aaron, Timberwolf Collector extraordinaire, the Coach Crawl. I got them all, boys. I got them all. And last but not least, Luke Unboxing superstar, Charles Gideon Dirks.
1: What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box?
2: Hey, all right. my shitty video quality's got way more views <laughs> than his. <laughs>
1: Yeah, how does that happen? People are like...
2: Dude, you gotta be first. You gotta be first.
1: People look and they go, oh, this is the 20-minute video. I'll watch this one. And then they're like, I couldn't see anything. (laughs) It's like when I wake up in the morning. Wait, who else did one? So do I take shitty video
2: quality over 20 minutes or do I take good video quality over 45 minutes?
1: (laughs) I don't think people even look at mine. They they, they just assume. They're like, that. Obviously, these WNRP people don't know what they're talking about. So That's right.
0: I don't want six minute abs. I want the forty five minute box opening. Oh,
1: right. They're, <laughs> but they're like, I don't want to stare at blur for forty five minutes. That doesn't do me any good. So they don't even open it.
2: Pro tip: the forty five dollar uh, Logitech webcam from Walmart is not the best unboxing video webcam. <laughs> but I'm getting it fixed. I'm getting it fixed. I'm getting a battery pack you... for my DSLR. So. Or you just borrow mine. We're going to be roll. Oh, or yours, yeah. Well, I don't know how to do the connection things with yours. Is wireless? it wireless? Well, to make it into a live webcam, but I, I, I think I can figure it Ooh. out. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You probably got me there. Oh, you guys wait. Wolfnet Radio YouTube <laughs> is about ready to get an upgrade.
1: <laughs> well, well now, now before we uh, get way out in the weeds already, uh, Bloodbath, what, what are we going to be going over today?
0: Oh, since you mentioned it, we didn't even mention
3: who that
2: beautiful voice was. Who did we?
4: Right?
0: Yeah, never we're mind. We're all here, dude. Gee, we're all here.
4: Socks. Well, everyone's here, but but Rona, but Rona, Tommy. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we for... just got word that uh, Silent Sea Ravens come down with a little bit of uh, allegedly uh, sickness.
4: Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly has the
2: Rona. We don't really
0: know, so. We're hoping he gets well soon and have a great uh, evening listening to us talk about you Tommy.
2: We think he's got <laughs>
0: corona 20. It's where you
2: lose your sense of taste but you can still smell things. That's when you got that's when you know you got rona 20. <laughs> not rona 19. Jeez. That's not All right, true. Move along. Don't don't ban Let's... me Facebook.
1: N- nobody comes here for <sighs> medical advice. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: Only if you need the warning signs or evaluating casualty. Yeah. We are not (laughs) WebMD. But we do know triage. We do know triage. Anyways, uh, podcast talks tonight. We have news, which we'll start covering a little bit of our new logo. Kickstarter unboxing. Uh, Items teasing me about Second Wave. Let's see. A few other new items that weren't in the first wave until now. Dominators out of stock. Battle reports on 350 in Minnesota. That was a while back. Deep diving into some King of the Hill changes. Tech talk. We're going to get into some C3 discussion with 350. And around the community, boy. We have a big list of stuff that you can do for Halloween, Christmas, or speaking with Andrew about his war dog. And we will be covering a little bit of uh, the Kerinsky Kids, which I like to refer to it as. Children of, Children of re short review. Terrible title. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fine. It is what it is. All right. Uh, first topic. News. Oh, Aaron. Yep. Thank you so much. I got you. I got you, boss. That was re- that was actually requested by Todd. The the. Yep. Really. And I didn't realize it's a little ditty jingle is a terminology for that. No kidding. As that. a regular segment sound initiator. Wow!
2: Just call me the uh, the virtual uh, audio box. I got them all.
0: Little Aaron Diddy. Oh! Mm.
2: I know what you're talking about from the from the unboxing video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead air, man. So, uh, I hate dead air. Can't stand it. <laughs>
0: Just a little bit ago, we were talking to Seth Glenn about some upgrades we're going to be incorporating in the near future. But also, we've come up with a new logo to increase your viewing pleasure. So WNRP has a new logo with the same similar colors, yet so much prettier. Man. Much yeah, more yeah. bright, and
4: much more shiny.
2: <laughs> let's let's just say our logo is not uh, developed in Microsoft
0: Paint anymore, <laughs> 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 because Good that's point. what it was, folks. <laughs> I think it was actually made on a Mac this time. Yeah, I'm sure. though.
2: No, um, Seth reached out to us. Oh man, how long ago was it? That was
0: a while ago, wasn't it? Um, he asked. Yeah, he being asked. Hey, what are you guys doing for? the logo. And I said, well, <laughs> this is it. We, we, we could use some upgrades because <laughs> a few of us were unhappy with it. A few of us were very happy with it. So we kind of split the middle and said, what can we do? Asking everybody in the group, what would you like changes with it? Hey, let's add some tabs to it. Let's add a little bit of uh, Latin or a little bit of wording and we can have a wearable sewable patch as well. So yeah, we did a few I th- things.
2: I think the whole thing originated where we wanted to start doing patches, wasn't it? hmm And we really didn't have, like, like the original logo was just the wolf head and the big N in the background. And, it, like, it worked, you know. But, uh, yeah, Seth, Seth Glenn, a.k.a. White Fox on the Discord. Go hit him up. Uh, thank him for all the awesome work that he's done. Um, and for the work that he's doing now, which is insane, but that's for another podcast. But, um, we'll unveil yeah, that later. Yeah. We're, we're looking for, we wanted to do patches. Cause like, that's kind of a, the thing in Battletech is to do patches and yeah, we just kind of wanted to up, update the, the logo and the, the whole thing. And, uh, he, he took it to task and, and they, I think they turned out great. It, it, it's fantastic. We can't thank. We haven't come up with a title yet for him yet, but we're we're on it. We're we're working on it. But yeah, super super awesome. Thanks, Seth, for that. So if yeah. you've noticed the new Facebook banner and everything else, that's all Seth's doing.
1: Yeah, the title pages on the YouTube videos. That was all. That's all him.
2: Yeah. Which was perfect timing because, otherwise, it's going to be the old classic wolf head in the end because I don't have anything else. But uh, no, they look great. Um, it's a lot more crisp and I even. Totally screwed up on the YouTube boxing video because it, it's that <laughs> stupid four x three, and I wanted to get it to like the sixteen by nine, and it literally like hit ninety six percent done processing. I'm like, oh no, wrong thumbnail image, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> It, it'll, it it'll a go, stamp. It'll go right along with my terrible video quality.
0: <laughs> so how was that box unopening?
2: Well, you know, it it was one of those things where I got like the merchant. We got the we got the emails and stuff like that, and my merchant box was coming in uh, right when everyone else was getting their stuff, and I knew there's going to be a ton of unboxing videos, so I knew I had to like. Like it's, it doesn't matter what the quality is, doesn't matter what it is, as long as you're first, man. You just got to be first, and uh, so I, I threw literally threw it together. Um, It shows little little (laughs) tidbit. The first one I did, uh, I actually forgot to do the transition slider from fade to black to image, so I recorded an entire twenty minute unboxing video, and then I watched it back. It was all black. I was oh, like no. oh no. <laughs> so yeah even on my second take it was still terrible quality but
0: anyway, you guys got the point. I remember doing some of those um, <laughs> I remember having such issues with like when we first did uh, some of the advertise or the uh, commercials we started I did like 15 takes before I got the whole way through it the first <laughs> time without making mistakes. It is just it can be tough. And seeing, uh, your example and Gideon's example, um, it's great to have you guys take the opportunity and the time to just devote to that. And it adds so much help to, um, community members out there seeing what it's going to be like, is your box going to be like pristine? Is it going to be like beat up is, uh, are there, what are the, the, uh, Salvage box is going to have for like percentages or randomness. It was a really huge helpful um, analysis on what's happening before people get their first wave. And since I won't get that for quite a while, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's nice to see
2: what everybody
0: else is getting.
2: Yeah, well, I, I got, got thanks, Gideon, and your stupid history briefs. We used to have cool <laughs> like car commercials for battle and stuff like that <laughs>
0: we, we might nope. still do some of those give the
2: public what they want i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've still got lots of ideas for that mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah we gotta we should we should find out an area to plug those things in maybe we'll do that whole you know how we used to do like we'd go like 10 seconds of silence after the show and then we'd I'd throw in uh, like all of our cut takes and stuff like that. Maybe that's where we'll do it at. We'll do uh, we'll end the show after the wolf howl. We'll do a little a BattleTech commercial, a little funny thing like that.
0: Yeah, we'll just have some those. of you guys doing good. <clears throat> nice. Did anybody else see other people's unboxings? How they how they turned out for? I watched salvage a, boxes. I watched a bunch of them. You know the one thing is, is they didn't really go like. I don't
2: think anyone's really done like salvage box by salvage box. Like, what was their breakdown? Um, mine would be pretty boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how many how many timber wolves did you have?
2: I have eleven timber wolves. Wow. I have a binary no, plus.
1: N- but that's so you got w- one in the main box. So, for a prime and yeah. then you got a legendary box. Let me let me so break that,
2: it down. So I got uh I uh three of let's see. Three of my Timberwolves are from the actual clan invasion box set. And then one of my Aiden Prides is from the legendary box set. All the rest of them are from either Clan Invasion salvage boxes or Legendary uh, salvage boxes, and I had (laughs) I had seven Legendary Mech Warrior salvage boxes, and two of them are Marauders, and the rest were all (laughs) Timberwolves. So, yeah, I posted it on the Facebook group. A lot of I I said I rolled twos on my on my randomness. A lot of people are like, I think you just rolled boxcars, man. (laughs) So I have a lot of Timberwolves. So um, I'm in the process of maybe trading. (laughs) Uh, I'm already trading one. uh, And I noticed, uh, shout out to The Rat, just because he's got the coolest Facebook name. Uh, He hit me up. He's like, so you want to sell a couple of them? And I was like... I don't think I want to sell them. I want to trade them. So, and I know the rat like is joining the game late. So, um, I'm gonna hold on to quite a few of them. So, we'll we'll
0: see what the trading block comes up with. So, salvage buck bar- bar- bargaining chips. There you go.
1: When I don't know if you guys uh, caught it. I I went through and did the math, and those Mad Cats have a BV of fifty-three thousand two hundred and two. <laughs> Or a PB <laughs> of 847. Good lord. So,
3: <laughs> I mean, that,
1: that's assuming all the, the Primes are uh, standard clan pilots, and then all the Prides have Aiden Pride, Aiden pride, in, them. pride in them. Oh, so, my
2: goodness.
1: Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Mad Cat Prides with Aiden Pride in it. Pretty, pretty spendy.
2: Because what was it? You Stout. Could get, you could get a Kel, a Grayson, a Pride, or a Widowmaker, right? Yep. So... I'm getting my third my third archer because I I need to paint one up as Jamie one up as Kel and then I need one for the Black Widow company so I'm good you now. Need you need
4: two for the original.
2: Oh shit! Well, looks like I am gonna take one of those Kel's from
4: you. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I just talked myself out of it. Nope.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what what do you got there, Andrew? You got a nine by thirteen pan of minis
4: yeah, uh, and it's not full, but the only <laughs> mech that we're the only mech we're missing right now is the Crusader to do yeah. the um, original Black Widow company. I think they Rock f- on. I think
2: they fell through with that one. I really do think the Crusader should have been in there just for that because I've been just seeing for that reason. I've been seeing a lot of people posting like original Ralph Partha um Lance packs. You know, the Phoenix, Stinger, Wasp yep. and Shadowhawk. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shadowhawk. I love those pictures, dude. Especially when they put them next to the original models. Like, oh my goodness. It is night and day.
0: Night and day. But
2: it, I'm loving it. It's 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 awesome. Um
0: how'd you turn out, Andrew? Did you get everything you needed? No. <laughs> When they so, said,
4: "Hey, we opened up the, we reopened up the, the Kickstarter. Go ahead and order more shit."
0: I take my money. What do you I mean ordered get more, you
4: ordered? I ordered more stuff. Well, I, I don't know what happened with my pledge manager because I didn't get the uh, the Intersphere um, pilot cards or the Clan pilot cards. And going back to my my pledge manager. They're not there, and I know they were there. Oh, you know what?
0: I don't um, think I got
4: the clan ones either.
0: Did you guys have some issues from what you were originally started with, and then reopened, and then confirmed on delivery.
4: So I, I, you get a sheet right from quartermaster that says, "Here's the stuff you're supposed to have in your box." And I went through, and everything that was on that sheet was in my box. But then I started thinking, and I saw uh, Joe. I saw Joe posted. Uh, his Kickstarter stuff, and there was three packs of pilot cards, and I, and it went ding. The light bulb went on. I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! I'm supposed to have those too."
0: What's in the so I,
4: I went back to the. I went back to my pledge manager though, and apparently I didn't have them, which I know I did. I I, I know I did because it was one of those things where I don't know whether they're going to sell them or not. So there was no way I wasn't going to get them. Hmm. So well, then. I rec- I fixed it, but. It was just a couple of things that were the pledge manager, and you know all of the stuff that you were getting. It was always hard for me to remember what was included in my pledge and what I wanted to get extra of, and how did they match up? And maybe I wanted two of this,
0: and it's was it hard, was hard for kind of anyone of
2: else to go back and see exactly what you ordered?
0: Yes, it was. See, yeah.
2: I thought that would be like a cute little button to add to the kickstarter it was it
0: was pretty busy because it Um, says
2: view your pledge and you click on it and it's like whoa you pledged this i was like no i want to see what i actually ordered and it i I couldn't find that that was maybe that
0: you had to find the specific button or the specific selection to actually Uh view Uh and, and and then okay the update review <clears throat> I found that difficult to find too is just, you know, user-friendly stuff. Um, so, Matt, how yes, sir.
2: how do you how what kind of buyers remorse are you having right now on uh, selecting that none?
4: none? None at all. Come huh. on. Why Dude, would I have to be, remorse? To be honest with you, I was I was excited to get my stuff, but at the same time, I was a little bit let down just because.
0: You only got half.
4: I started to see what everybody else was getting. So, in the respect of the surprise and just the excitement of, you know, getting, taking the stuff out of the box myself, but the thing that overcame that was the sheer quality of the minis. They're just. Hands down, I, I can't say enough about the minis and how fantastic they are. And the thing that I absolutely love and appreciate that they did was the scaling that they did. And they were very, very cognitive, cognizant of sizing. Like a light mech is a it's a small unit, and putting that on the table and having it be next to the other max is great i absolutely love that um the elementals i'm gonna have to pull out a magnifying glass to paint they're 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 stupid detailed i mean they're they're fantastic it's just god damn they're small
0: (laughs) i can't wait to cut those off and put them on a dasher mounted
2: in the in the unboxing (laughs) video i even held up like the original elementals And the original elementals are a lot... I mean, they're not a lot bigger, but they're bigger than the ones that came in the box set. But at the same time, I love how they positioned them in... Like, one of my big, big loves in this whole new... The the, the new renaissance we can call of Battletech is... How all the miniatures are action posed now. Yes. They're not just static. Here I am. I'm like, I'm almost like in the the dropship bay just waiting to get dropped out. Like, they're in action. Um, The elementals, two of them are jumping. One's already used his SRM pack and he's shooting his laser and stuff like that. Um, I think one model we brought up was the Man of War. Like, I hated that model. Hated oh, that Oh, freaking
4: love it now, man. That model's going <laughs> to 350. <laughs> that
2: thing is a boss now. Like, that thing yeah. looks like... And I, I, always, I always underestimated the Man of War, or the Gladiator, whatever you want to call him, um, just because of that. Because it was just... It pretty much... I mean, to be honest, all the clan mechs, I just kind of resented. Because they're just... <laughs> They're just there. They just look like museum pieces. Very static. Yeah. Yeah, they were
4: very static.
2: Yeah,
0: especially with like the illustrations and the tech readouts. The like even even like the Manowar gargoyle was, you know, very one dimensional. Now it's three dimensional and it's got horrendous detail, which you know, we'd like to thank the people at me that who made that possible. Way to go. Um... And maintain that and keep reaching for the
2: stars painting these things are gonna be a joy like i don't need to reposition anything i don't need to i don't need to like cut limbs off and like turn it into an action but but everything's like like andrew said the scaling is just a it seems a little bit bigger and broader and everyone's like you know i I knew there was when the renderings came out they're like oh they just made everything beefier i was like well yeah and you have to for painting wise. Well, that's gonna be awesome. It's
4: gonna be the, so the much interesting. Fun. So, does anyone here know what the scale of BattleTech was before this came out? Does was anybody it
0: 285?
4: remember what two eighty five? Two eighty five. That is and correct. And now
0: I saw it was two sixty five. Two sixty five. Okay. I
4: thought that was. I thought that was very interesting.
0: Yes.
2: It doesn't seem like a lot. But oh man, is it, it when you is.
0: look at the change in ratio and the deviation? It is Ooh.
2: Yeah. and
0: oh, I tell you,
2: oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Sorry, nope, nope, Dirks. Go ahead.
2: I talk too much anyway.
1: <laughs> well, no, I was uh, give Aaron a break because I was gonna return <laughs> back. Uh, you're talking about the man of war and how it blew you away. Like, the uh, like I knew opening the box that you know the mad cat was gonna look good, uh, of course, it needs to. Um, you know, and, and some of the renderings, but man, the low key just yeah. like blew my doors off. It, that thing just looks way more awesome than I feel like the metal did or any iteration before. And like Coach was saying, I mean, it's got all the details in here are nice and clean and deep. You know, going to gonna be able to do a lot of washes and, you know, just really make those all those panels pop, I think. So it'll be the a title. lot of fun.
0: Highlighting will be a lot of a lot of fun. I think my my biggest
2: change, my biggest love is the, the Vulture. Because remember the old models? Like, it was just that little itty-bitty thin nose.
1: And It was I'm, just a beak.
2: When I got into the Battletech, I always thought that whole nose was the cockpit. Like, it it literally was like 10 years after I'd been into Battletech that I just noticed that little, little tiny cockpit at the top. I was like, that's the cockpit? And uh now on the new vulture it's it's thick and beefy and beefy and it oh, just you
1: know well, it, it, it feels like a heavy mech.
2: It feels like a sixty five ton mech.
1: Oh they I overdid think it right them. on that. <laughs> sixty ton?
0: Is it sixty?
2: Yeah, sixty. Shit.
0: Always been sixty. Yeah, well <clears throat> I was never okay. a clanner, so <laughs> it's a Sunday, it's fine. It's a Sunday. Can't be perfect. But it it is. It, it literally...
2: And and you know, all the new models are just fantastic. They look great just sitting there, not even painted. Like, I am dying to see a whole binary of clan mechs painted up
4: on the tabletop. Like,
2: that is going to be so cool.
4: Dude, speaking of that, I was mm-hmm. just scrolling on a classic Battletech indie case... Has a post of t- of a picture. He has the clan box set painted up in dragoon or not dragoon, clan wolf beta galaxy, and he has a game of armored combat all painted up in northland highlander colors. Oh. Rock on! So he's going to be doing a head to head battle of box set versus box set. Oh sweet! And I'm like that is freaking cool. I just went through master unit list and put together all the primes out of the box set, and did a various smattering of of you know thirty twenty five mechs for uh, PV PV for for Alpha Strike. I had to increase the skill level of the catapult, the thunderbolt, and the commando to get to the two hundred and sixty point. Not modifying the clan mechs for That's skill.
0: Awesome. That's pretty
4: close. So it's, well, yeah. It's not It's, uh, it's going to, well, I mean, when you look at the very the difference between the clan mechs and the amount of damage they throw
3: mm-hmm.
4: versus the 3025 chassis of the box set mechs, I mean, it's almost two to one.
0: And the interesting part is, too, is like you're going to have a lot of changes in those structure uh, circles as well because they... Uh extra light engines are gonna half the amount of structure on those cards compared to um, any of the inter-sphere max without extra light engines like those standard engines they got great structure numbers just like the armor but throw an extra light engine in there you get half as much structure
1: but you only get a TMM of one because it's a 3025 <laughs> yep. sphere max there's there,
0: yeah yep. there's got to be trade-offs <laughs> there's got to be trade-offs you bet <laughs>
4: they they need those extra bubbles <laughs> you know mm-hmm.
2: you know it's also fascinating and just to, to dive a little bit more into the whole kickstarter thing as a general how many people just on our facebook page alone after seeing all these unboxing videos and all the new pictures and all this stuff they're like i played BattleTech 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 30 years ago and i'm just getting into it now where do i go sign up for this awesomeness And, you know, to a T, everyone's sending them to the right spot. But we thought the explosion of new players at the Kickstarter time, we didn't even factor in, once everyone is seeing pictures of what they're actually getting, how many more new players are getting into this game.
0: Especially when they start seeing it show up at local game shops Mm -hmm. or private collections. And um, what was it? Who had the question of uh, how do I choose a faction again?
1: That was the, the rat. rat. The, the rat. rat.
0: That's uh, it's almost like he's turning into the new Mario. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: it's just like a great question of like, hey, what do I choose? I'm looking towards this. How do I figure out what I want?
1: Yeah, when it's it's hard because uh, it sounds like he's yes. coming from like 40k where mm-hmm. yes your faction dictates your play style to a degree, at least the way that I understand it. I'm not a huge 40k-er, but in Battletech, it's literally, you, I mean, granted, if you're clan, you have, you know, honor rules. You know, if you're Karita you have honor rules. Those are, you know, take them, leave them. But you can you can slap the paint of whatever you want on whatever minis you know i mean there's so much overlap that you don't have to necessarily say this is mine because i play this way you know like if if you want to play stealth you should probably go liao um if you want to go c3 you should probably go kurita but you don't have to there's plenty of options outside of both of those to be able to do either game style
4: well, I mean right now right now if you want to play something and have the ability to play just about anything, go Republic of the Sphere. Republic of the Sphere has everything from everywhere. Yeah, didn't So, didn't say
2: you want to be like a knight or something like that? He wanted to yeah, do he...
4: Templar, Knights Templar in Mechs. And he found um Randis. The the five uh Oh geez. dude. Rat. Bro- just brotherhood. take Brotherhood from us
2: Brotherhood of Randis. Just do Knights of the Republic. Brotherhood of Randis, thank you. Just do Knights yeah, you of the Republic. Knight. Knight.
4: Yep. Do knights of the Republic, and then you can do you know paladins and and uh, knights, of course. Yeah. You, know, you can you have can a ghost ghost stuff. knight in there if you want. Yeah, you can do anything you want, but it's don't you fucking you know, you could ghost also ghost to me? You, can also, <laughs> <laughs> you could also go Merrick. So subject. of subject too soon. Knights of the Knights of the Sphere. Yep. Knights of the, Knights of the Sphere. It's another one that you could do. I, it's that's again. It's a, one of the beautiful things about the game of BattleTech is the sheer number of factions and how well they've been fleshed out. Everyone that comes to the game can find a place to call their own and actually, you know, have this feeling of being a part of the storyline.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, and multiple factions if they want to play both sides of any conflict. And for those of you, you know, know I'll go ahead. I, I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my shout outs early because it fits in with what we're talking about. You know, my I was gonna give a shout out to Aaron. One oh, because thanks. hey, that's that some bitch hijacks an X Wing podcast that talks about Battletech. Oh, and... you're actually <laughs> shouting me out. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah. about somebody else. <laughs> no no no, Aaron, Aaron coach, he, he hijacks an X Wing podcast and talks about Battletech in our three fifty format. And on that following that fought during the following week, I I get a, a message from Matt Schluter, who I met at X Wing Worlds like two years ago, and said, "Hey, I heard Coach talking about this Alpha Strike thing on an X Wing podcast. Can you teach me?" So I had him come over for a Saturday afternoon, and I had him play against my boy a couple of times, and goes home and. Well, I pitched it to the wife, and I'm in at Star Colonel. I was like, <laughs> that's freaking <laughs> awesome.
0: Ding, ding.
4: And, gotcha. And, <laughs> and not two days later, shout out to Marv Sims. Marv is a big 40K player. Oh, and, huge. And, and, and he plays a lot of Battletech with me and, and our group as well. But Battletech is one of those games that has been around for so long that longtime gamers really... There, I don't think I've met somebody who's gamed for 15 plus years that hasn't heard about Battletech and played it at least once. Well, Marv calls me and says, hey, I've mentioned to the guys that, you know, Battletech and Kickstarter and everything else. Would you willing, Would you come up and do a refresher for some guys? And I'm like, absolutely. So Friday night I was in Osseo. I played with uh, Chris Shute. And we had a, we had a hell of a good time. He fricking crits my catapult first round,
0: <laughs> womp, womp.
4: just screws me for the rest of the game. But we, I mean, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And within two, three rounds, he had everything picked back up. And, you know, like I told, I told him, I said, the biggest thing that is going to be for you as an old player coming back will most <laughs> likely be weapons in, in getting used to the weapons and the new weapons and how they all work Armor. and set them up all with the some, bullshit uh,
2: ATMs.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> Go figure this out. Um, but we had a good time. Um, I'm excited to continue my conversations with Chris. He, uh, he does, uh, the renegade, he, perf- he puts on, organizes and runs the renegade tournament here in Minnesota, which is uh, one of the top 40 K tournaments in the country. Um, and he had a lot of really, really good I call them buy questions on our350 format and where we're going with that. and I'm gonna hold him to 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 us uh, helping us out. So I'm I'm really excited to see where that goes. It was thank you Mar for introducing us and I'm excited to see where that goes. So I did my shout outs early, but it fit with where we were at and yeah. kind of what we were talking yeah. about is, old players coming back and that's, I'm, I'm excited to have that happen and I will, I'll make time to go get people at the table and start rolling dice again. It's been a lot of fun being able to go back to game stores and, it sucks wearing that mask the whole fucking time you're there. Excuse my French. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goddamn hot. But you're there rolling dice and you get Goddamn mouth breather. <laughs> yeah, <it's so> <sighs> <sighs> well, I'm excited. I, I got, you know. <laughs> no, so it was fun. And and sorry for hijacking and doing it early, well, but it it, you know.
2: it is a weird thing because like, there's a lot of games out there, right? That have around for 10 years, 15 years, whatever. BattleTech's been around for fuck, we're almost going on 40 years. years now. Just yeah. about. Like that that says something about a game. It really does. And for and for now us getting all of this awesome stuff and it, it really is. It is the BattleTech Renaissance. It is a coming of age of an old game being redone. And it is, they are knocking it out of the park.
4: And the exciting thing for me is, go back to our last podcast with Brent, is there is a plan. And there is a lot of things in the pipeline to make sure that this wave stays high and stays going.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I just had a question um, from someone from the Discord channel. Uh... Oh, because About. they can see
2: us, but they can't join. Can't they- <laughs> oh, yeah, they say you're busy. Well, they, well, they know we're recording. You guys <laughs> are recording with us. I'm like,
0: yeah, but and they is it possible? Is it is it still going to be possible to to buy in? I'm like, yeah. Oh. go check the site. Yeah, sign up. Go, um, go order.
4: I'll, and yeah, go to. I'll put a. I'll put a post in on the Facebook group for anybody who wants to laid back. Um, it's it just go to Crowdox and. There's a late backer pledge. Go through and you can do plan
0: invasion more. Kickstarter, and yeah, uh, I think that was Remy, was it? Somebody and, asked me.
2: And also realize also that if you didn't get on the Kickstarter, right, you didn't.
0: We still got wave two coming yet. You
2: can. You got wave two. You got new backers and stuff like that. But even if you don't get in on that, Ironwind Metals is going to get all these STLs. They're going to start making all of these amazing models in
4: metal. So, well, I mean, man. I mean, just take a step back because last week, last week we got the the Thunderbolt <laughs> and the, and the Commando, mm-hmm. and Thunderbolt the and Commando out of a game of Armored Combat. Before that, we got the Catapult and the Griffin. So it's and, and that, we've, the had the the we've had the Shadow Hawk. We've had the Loki. Yep, The, yep, the Loki That was three. Anyway, Either they're one. they're slowly coming right, and you'll be able to buy them individually, but for the money. It and if you really <laughs> want to buy
2: in, you should head yourself over to airesgamesandminiatures.com. Games and Miniatures.com.
1: Yeah, nice, they're,
4: nicely they're,
2: done. Derek nicely has done.
1: got to be overwhelmed in because emails. <laughs> they've got point. new
2: stock, is, new stock, new <laughs> stock.
1: <laughs> He's got But be that's buried. not all. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> but, but just today I was at my uh my local game shop and they had just gotten the shipment in this morning. And <laughs> so I could see because they have like the back game room, which isn't open right now, but you could see the boxes <laughs> from the front. Uh,
0: I know. What and you, and you, you like, were just like slowly motioning yourself towards them, like, what right? uh, What? you got in the back of the store there? Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it, uh, is it uh, Kickstarter? You, gonna, you know, all uh, those. Uh, when,
4: oh, it's not <laughs> Kickstarter stuff. It won't be Kickstarter stuff. Is that right? No, it's not. It was
1: Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they oh, got it was on Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but okay. it, it's pretty tough when you're this, the height of an elemental to have people not <laughs> notice when you're trying to slip <laughs> into the back room.
0: That's the jerks I know. Staring
1: at everybody over, over everybody's head. That's <laughs> right. But but I, I got to pick up a clan uh, <clears throat> retaliation box, I think, because I was assuming some of my salvage would be the original box, but then none of them were. So What is this clan I, retaliation I, I, oh. thing? What. Uh, that is the five mechs that are in. The, it's just the in five, the box. You
4: just get in the five mechs. So it's yeah. basically oh. the retaliation. Think of the retaliation pack as the clan invasion, okay. mechs.
2: All right, it's yeah. just so like just the getting... command lance, battle sure.
4: lance, but it's just the mechs out of the, out of the box box. That you get set. in the in the box set. So it's I'm the set
2: it, it's, two it's, box it's the
0: angry star, the angry bar brawling star. Yeah, I need. A you can do that. that. They
4: they that. also have it. They also have the mechs available through game of armored combat. Just the mechs too. Okay. Yeah, as a reinforce, as reinforced clan re- or interfere reinforcements or something oh, like that. I think that's what it's listed awesome as. Yeah, that
1: they did that. Yeah, because you yeah. get ten, you get uh, the uh, beginners box and game of armored combat, so you get double on the Wolvie.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> nice.
1: But nice. Uh, so, what did so? We talked about the minis. What else in the box? Anything in there? Like what's spoilers? in the box? Oh,
2: my God. The maps, dude. The maps and the posters. Fucking a. Those.
1: Tukied maps oh, are nuts oh
0: i like how in your video that uh, you went over those maps and it it was nice to see someone analysis uh, doing an analysis of i thought the smoke was gonna obscure stuff but it looks good it looks like i can discern that the text the color of the text looks oh. like you can see where you're going I have wow.
4: not heard. I haven't heard the name of the person who's doing who's doing maps now. But I have Well, f- fucking done. They're absolutely star. amazing.
0: Who was it? He was on Discord one night. Oh, you. I even wicked. pulled out some of
2: my old maps. <sighs> I need to. And I'm like, them I should show. just throw these away. <laughs> <laughs> no, because these They're are, are fucking way over garbage. here. <laughs>
4: I actually, I actually went back in because you know we got the two point five. Hey, we added more shit. Go, go spend more money. So I did, right? But the eight, the new I, eight uh, items, and I and I added the the neoprene, all the neoprene mats, just oh. because I, I had to. That nice. uh, if if you have not seen or anybody's talked about the uh, the case, that neoprene, the, the the map case is freaking amazing. Uh, actually took it with on Friday to go play, and we played on some neoprene. And I know the guy's going to go buy a couple maps as well, based on what we played on. Um, it was great. I, I really liked the case too. Um, good oh. addition to the to the options.
2: Side note, and this is this is actually in the 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 show notes. For anyone who's in the know that knows us, I need to know the size of that. Unhexed Alpha Strike Neoprene Mat that you guys are putting out.
4: Uh, the problem with that will be Aaron is levels, and that is something we could probably talk about.
2: <clears throat> I just need to know the dimensions. Mm. The 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 literally like
4: okay, is it gonna be?
2: It would 36
0: six by forty two. Are the going to be
4: the same? It's going to be the same as the rest of the neoprene mats. They're not so, going to make a special one. So they'll be 36, 36 for by
0: forty two. I had a question on that. How have the neoprene mats looked for size of repeated manufacturing? I've had two or three that are almost oh, a half inch difference. Dude, neoprene mats are going to be all over the place. They're they're beautiful. They're awesome. I just noticed yeah. that you know he said
4: quality quality on yep. his has been question.
0: But you're yeah, going to get it on, on any one. neoprene mat. Well, and plus you're going to get it on any new product that has some mm-hmm. you know new testing. Issues, which is fine. It's it's just, and that's that's kind of like what we're doing tonight. Of, hey, how was the unboxing? What yeah. are some of the good things? What are some of the issues you noticed? The
2: the maps were a f- oh, man so good, so good.
1: The- oh, go ahead.
2: Especially when like well, Gideon, when you pointed out that uh, that waterfall, it mm-hmm. oh, looks like yeah. a waterfall. Like you could, yep. you, you should tell that maybe I shouldn't stand there. <laughs> like, like I'm gonna go downhill very soon. Um, oh my god! Like I said, between the old maps and the new maps, the old ones just look like fucking garbage. It's just, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I, no, nothing I, against the old map makers and everything, but son of a
4: bitch! Well, well, Somebody they stepped the game up. They've yeah. definitely stepped the game up.
1: Yeah, in the in the contrast, having the white outline around mm-hmm. where it, when it's in a dark hex, it's just yep. like be, because, like I said in the video, I I'm sure everyone has had at least one conversation of how did you get there? You don't have enough MP to get there. It, oh, that's a heavy wood. I thought it was a light wood. I couldn't read it from over here. You know, like it's such a mess. But one of the things that blew me away. That blew me away was the quality of the patch. Oh, that's a that's
0: a nice looking Kel Hounds patch that Why, thank you. fans can't see.
1: The I know, but
0: I'm holding egg. it up because Is, it is looked, that like an oh, orangish oh, red, a red orange. What is no, the color it, is that? It,
1: it like just like in the video, it picks up. So it's not really orangish, it, but it's got it's a gloss like thread. So it it gets a little orangish in the light, it but a very fine thread though. Yeah.
2: It's a like, it's, it's, oh, they're very good. They're very well done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the patches were just blew me away. The coins are awesome. And the, the lapel pins, like I, it honestly, I, when I was opening the box, I was like, you know, it's going to be dinky and tiny. Yeah. The the patches, the lapel pins, the, and then boom. The, they're in there just so that way they can say, we gave you more free stuff for backing us. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for backing us. But yeah, the, the pins, the best quality, the coins—it was all, yeah, very super cool. Like before, we kinda... move on
2: to the one bad thing that we got. <laughs> I, dun, and dun. I think we're all on on board with that. Um, one of my highlights for me was the Pentagon worlds, the Clan homeworld, the, the Exodus roadmap or map that was on the
0: yes, the mm-hmm. back of one of the
2: posters. That. I don't think i've ever seen that
0: right it's a new idea es-
2: especially with the power grid in the in the lower left that was awesome it showed you like what clan had a power grab on every world and like what it, that was very informative to me i loved that map that was such a cool map i you know, I I, I knew where they went and how they did that, and and but why did Exodus Road go around that nebula cluster? You know, like if you weren't deep dived into history, you wouldn't
0: have known why that is. Or because normally you see like in box sets, you see the regular, the regular yeah, everyone's seen map here, and it's just like oh, it's another regular map that doesn't show really what anything new that I really want to see besides different eras. But now there's function to the form. There's a new, it's it's like we're putting a new spin on this and it's, it's, it has something you could look up and reference. It's not just, it's not just flat. There it is. It's like, no, you can, like you said, you can deep dive into that. You can look at movement, power struggles. That's fun. And It, it can, it can help people in their campaigns.
2: I loved the fact that it was very clan-specific, the whole box set. Everything in that box set was very clan-specific.
0: I've been very worried about that, that since we have, you know, this is the invasion clan invasion box set, that it should be mostly clan, and then you have all these other inner sphere units that are coming out as well. Well, we could have something for everybody, to be fair, which is fine. I, I thought but I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want it to lose... The emphasis on, you know, the clan push, the integration of deeper in deeper information. Yeah, well, to find out more, and they did that. It's great. Even the rulebook, even the rulebook, yep. like, was very clan
2: centered. Like it, it, went into and It went into all this other stuff. I loved that. Like, if you're an InterSphere player, go buy a game of Armored Combat. If you're a clan player, go buy a Clan Invasion uh, box set and you're gonna get what you want you know it, it's awesome um speaking
1: though, of the box set what about the map that map mm. was awesome every every world labeled oh well, yeah except yeah. you know the ones that were to blake is hiding from us
2: i mean <laughs> i mean i don't get aroused very often by BattleTech. i mean i do let, <laughs> what let, let's not what whatever okay i do <laughs> <laughs> but that map
1: They're not making the body pillow, man. That, They're not doing if it. If they
2: made a body pillow of that <coughs> planetary map, blasphemy, I would stop buy it. Stop saying that. One hundred <laughs> percent. Because it oh. listed every world, like oh, it was, it's just awesome. I love having and especially now that uh, the mechor of destiny's out and you can like role play now and you can pinpoint one little planet. Over in the Fed Suns, you know, like I'm right there, right there. And before, you never got a map like that. I think they did one a while back ago, like a long time ago.
0: But this one was,
2: it, it's heavy material. It's awesome. It Oh,
0: I love that map. Now you can put that on a on a pin board and you can mm-hmm. put a little flag pin your progress. Oh, I'm framing that one.
1: Well, yeah. The only problem is it's double sided. Do I do the thirty twenty five side or the thirty fifty two side?
0: Yeah, that. Mm.
1: Just gonna have to <laughs> maybe, buy another. Maybe box. that's
2: my one little gripe with that is they
0: made all of them double sided. Like maybe they'll maybe really? they'll offer. I really maybe they'll offer of it as something you can buy separate. So you can oh, of course they will. <laughs> two of them, both both sides. You know, <laughs> you have two frames. All right. So what was what was one of the issues or the bad thing that were.
1: The dice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Now, now, dice, uh, dice, with, dice. W- with the huge amount of awesomeness and greatness that came out of this Kickstarter and when I yes. opened the box. I mean, even like even the dog take bottle opener is it's, oh, it's, it's awesome. higher quality than I thought it was yeah. gonna be, you know? So I can't really get too riled up, but The the dice are yeah they're they're not even they're not are they cubes quite no no they're (laughs) I don't even know what the word is for they're not even
2: game table like quadra something uh, compatible like they're just if I see somebody pulling out Kickstarter
0: dice I'm like
2: nah could you not use those
0: (laughs) because the six has a bigger side than the rest. But, uh, you know, it. You, yeah. yeah, I'm I mean, glad it, that they have options for all the fans to have, you know, multifactional dice to, to get us some fun stuff. But, I mean, what do we pay for those? I, I tell you what. Five
1: bucks a pop.
2: If, if there yeah. was an area that they didn't do well on, I would have preferred it to be the dice
0: see and I disagree well see, I, I think know. I think I'd rather have the map be bad than the dice <laughs> because I want to use the dice I mean the, the whole point of the dice is, is is to have
4: people rolling it on the table and if you can't get them square and you can't get them even yeah um, that, that's that's bad yeah. and it's and I, it's not a thing that I foresee them being able to fix either
0: no I, you can't that's, take that's them important. all
4: back and that's unfortunate
2: i will tell you right away when i saw the images of the dice and they went with the square dice not like you know your regular Chessex, rounded edge dice kind of a thing i was like oh these are going to be for show so I, I guess my you know expectations for the dice weren't up there i, I already considered them to be just Oh, these are cute, and I'm gonna put these next on my shelf or something like that. I'm—I was never gonna use them in the first place. I can see where people do want to use them, and by all means, use them. If you—I mean, you pay for them, but they're not the best quality
0: at all. I, I definitely want Tommy to use these dice instead of his giant mm-hmm. aluminum or ceramic like bust the table dice. So I'm gonna—I might. I I might make sure that Tommy does use his dice. I've got his
2: Jade Falcon dice at my house. I got his Jade Falcon dice at my house.
1: Yeah. So, like, yeah, for for friendly games, I want to try them out. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, especially if I'm like at a tournament or playing with somebody new, I don't want them to think this guy's playing with, you know, loaded dice or think that I, because so far what I've rolled out of them, they seem pretty random. But, you know, I, I wouldn't want that to be in the back of somebody's head that I was trying to cheat or trying to pull a fast one by rolling my Calhoun's dice that are a <laughs> millimeter bigger than all my other dice.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's when you hold there, one dice next to the other one and you can clearly tell that one dice is bigger than the other one. It's oh,
0: like, it's, uh, it's much prouder.
2: <laughs> but, well, again. I think that's the only thing I can find
0: that went wrong with the entire Kickstarter. there were some update issues, I think, for current things with some of the pilot cards. (laughs) Do you have any any, uh, issues with that, Andrew? Andrew, Andrew,
2: any any issues with the pilot cards?
1: Yeah, because that was everything that you expected, right, Andrew? Yeah.
0: Uh,
4: So... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's it was it was just when so coming up here November 11th Veterans Day it will have been two two years that I was first let that Blaine let me know, "Hey, you're going to be in a book." It was two years. Which is ago. which is awesome. Which was fantastic. I mean, just out of the blue reached out to me and was like, Hey, I, I wrote you in. And I'm like, tears. Um, <laughs> as, as the, as it evolved, um, you know, he, he put me in a war dog and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in a war dog. It's not necessarily the ride that I want to be in, and but you took it like a bitch oh. until I told you to fucking say something.
0: But Especially Blaine, with that large pulse laser in type.
4: But Blaine, that's, that's what he put me in. And, um, I was thankful to, to be where I was and, um i I didn't want to make i didn't want to make too much of a stink of it and then started i started ruminating on it and i was like you know (laughs) i i I put money towards a kickstarter i've always been in a marauder too that's really what i'd like to be in and it got sorted out it just didn't get sorted out far enough so it at the end of the day i really don't care um (laughs) I'm going to upgrade that war dog to have ClanTech on it anyway, so. So, Heck
0: can, yeah. can we <clears throat> just then, like the, then, the large, then
4: that large pulse laser is okay.
2: Can we just, just like the
0: Solaris version? I
2: I never realized it until the the Facebook group posted it. They're like, "Holy shit. Andrew's picture looks exactly like Gimli from Lord of the Rings." <laughs> 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 and I was like, cuz the whole time I'm looking at it cuz I I got I got previous knowledge. But uh, and then I looked at him. I was like, "Holy shit! He does look like whatever that guy's name is."
0: You just wait, just wait here. He looks like John yeah. Rice
2: Davis. But it's it's so convenient that literally that guy also has a broken nose, a receding hairline, and a very deathly stare that like infers, <laughs> de- you know, instills fear sure. into uh, his opponent's eyes. So.
1: Yeah, when the art on all of those Oh they're fantastic. Everybody, oh. Looked everybody looked intense. Every everybody looks so like just like like just ready to go. Like say, say the word. I'm so, ready. You know?
0: I am <laughs> Dude, that's so the, that's happy. the best part is like I don't have to take pictures of Andrew anymore. I can just put his card. I up am there.
2: so happy that they went they with also- that art style
0: <laughs>
2: for all the cards. Because mm-hmm. think about how many different styles you could have went with it. You could have went like Shattered Sphere, cartoony-ish. You could have went early no. FASA, like just we just paid some bum <sighs> off the side of the street to draw a human being, which they didn't know how to do. I am loving the new art for humans that they're doing. Like, I love it. Uh,
0: it's because they're layered. It looks like they're worked and worked and worked until they got it right. Well, That's it's very awesome.
2: portrait-ish, right? So it's it's serious when you need to be serious. Like I love the card where the guy's got like the cat
0: on his shoulder. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> they're looking
1: the same direction. Um, oh, that's hilarious! Shout
0: out now, to uh, now, now Andrew, are you going to have that card blown up as a portrait painting?
4: I have it printed off here when I got it from
0: Brent. Yeah. Uh, don't don't you podcast. notice it right behind him? I did. I just <laughs> no. You need it right no, there. No, it needs to be like four by five foot. No, no, <laughs> you need to find a wall. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, perfect yeah. size. Not, so when I'm he goes...
4: That.
0: I've never been that much of a narcissist. That <laughs> oh, never... oh, I
2: will. <laughs> so. I will I'm will. i going to set up a booth, and I'm going to print off like 100 copies of those, and I'm going to forge his signature, and I'm going to just hand him out.
0: <laughs> We're going to make some money. Thanks, Thanks guys. <laughs> oh, that'd
3: be
1: great. It's just jealousy. It's just jealousy. You look so good in that. We're all just jealous. I didn't no, pay for it. We're impressed.
4: I we was I was impressed. very happy with how that all
0: turned out. It was very very well done. Didn't didn't Donner get one too?
4: Yeah.
2: Donner's Well, oh, awesome. Todd.
0: Todd. Todd's there. Don, Donner's there. Todd's got one. Who else?
2: Donner but Donner's is great cuz he just look. He looks crazy. The whole awesome. story Looks like like that is a, the exact portrait. Like he just looks like a madman. That's just out for money.
0: <laughs> like I just love it when you see these people at Gen Con, or you, you meet these people, <laughs> or you you meet them on Discord, and you play with them, and and you can see like what they're eating for dinner in the background or what vintage bottle they have next to them. Like, this is fun because yeah, you're you're no. personally talking and meeting and playing games with these people. And then you see a card that's, like, representative of them. It's like, it's awesome. Donner's it's, was perfect. That's great. Because he's, like, that is Jared Donner. That is exactly <laughs>
2: what I picture him as if he was a Mike Warrior. Although awesome. I was
0: missing his glasses.
2: Well, it would totally ruin it if he had glasses on.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. Well, I suppose.
2: It's the 31st century. Nobody has glasses.
1: Yeah, everybody everybody has LASIK.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be standardized.
2: Yeah, we just evolved enough to where we don't need those anymore. <laughs> nice. But, uh, no, all the cards are awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: there was some damage to some stuff, but that's it was, usually from... It was
2: such a great personal touch to a lot of Battletech fans to get that card. Like, what? I think I underestimate how much that meant to people. Oh. And uh, I, I messaged a guy. He's like, if anyone has an extra card of this... Of me? He did it. Of, <laughs> no. Uh, he, he submitted a picture of his daughter, I think. Oh, cool and oh, he's like yeah 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 uh, and i messaged him right away i was like dude i'm getting that pack i will send you mine because he wanted yeah. he gave the the dad gave his daughters or he gave the daughter his card but he was like i really want to get another card so i can give it to the dad because he did all the work and everything i was like dude i got you don't worry about it
0: yeah because i'm sure uh, the family will her. want some more of them for fun
2: yeah but, something to put on their fridge I'm just so happy with the artwork they did for it because it's it's real. Like it it is it's not cartoonish and it's not dumb. It it looks it just looks amazing. They again knocked
0: knocked it out of the park. But did uh Gideon, did you have like a box set that looked like it was thrown across the factory or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I they had, were just had...
0: fine inside. They were like was plastic. A, was a fucking I love the old FedEx worker going, "Son
2: of a bitch, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten I
0: my just, email." I just, I mean, that just goes to show that some of the the packaging idea, like you have like all these different layers of like pre planning of like, hey, oh, if the quality is going to be good on these minis, I want them to make it to the customer intact. So you have that Kudos. plastic barrier you kudos have that in-depth inside the box that they're not going to get damaged yeah even if you beat the crap out of throw it across the plant you know shipping person drops it off a skyscraper whatever it's still going to land in the customer's <laughs> hands intact kudos That's awesome. to quartermaster for
2: i mean they packaged those things amazingly they, it was air filled pockets and stuff like that thing could have maybe fell out of the airplane Mid runway, uh, landing and still survive, but, uh, oh, pro tip, by the way, guys, if you haven't gotten your packages yet, it is worth it to sign up for the FedEx, uh, app because I got a notification for my Star Colonel stuff, um, two days before I got the email from Quartermaster. And I, it was
4: very exciting. I so. got I got the FedEx email two days before I got the Quartermaster. Yeah. So I got the what? I got the Quartermaster I got my Quartermaster email the day that my package was arriving. Yeah, exactly. So down
2: I mean, download the, the FedEx app. It it is way
4: faster than the Quartermaster stuff. So I just I just signed up through the website and I gotta signed up for text messaging.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I just I just did the the app thing, but it it worked out great. Um I found out Monday that my stuff was coming Saturday and sure enough, came Saturday and I was a happy little boy. Got all my stuff. Well, and, it's, and it's
0: nice having that overwatch
2: where you can verify. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um I think the last thing on our news, which has gone for a while.
0: Dominators. <laughs> Dominators are in stock. Or are they out of stock?
4: I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: I think the they were in, put, is, in
1: and out. And now back I just in. Put
4: my, I just put one of them together this
2: weekend. <laughs> the best thing you can do is you can go to AriesGamesAndMiniatures.com and, Miniatures.com and uh, find out.
1: Aries.
2: Or like them on their Facebook page. Or you can do any of the other stuff for them.
4: Uh, just, tell, just tell Merchant Factor King we sent you over and, and he'll get you hooked up.
2: Yes. Speaking of, for, we really for, need for to as long uh, as he can. We need we really need to have a meeting about that one thing and the thing and the stuff and the
4: Yes, deal. I know we do. And so. I'll get that. Uh, once we get everything <laughs> done, I'll get that lined up. There we go. See? Delegating
2: uh, responsibilities mid-podcast.
4: <laughs> and then, and then we'll and then we'll get then that'll be a fun announcement. So,
2: yes, that'll be a very cool announcement. So, if you guys already don't listen to us, you should listen to us. Um, just just a brief overview of if you're a new listener to the Wolfnut Radio podcast, you really don't need to go back to the very beginning and listen to Why us not? through. I mean, you can, and it's a fun. You'll you'll find out who we are and all this stuff.
0: Just, I had somebody ask me today, like, "Hey, would, did you guys ever figure what do you guys do for this?" I'm like, "You need to go to like the first five or six episodes to hear about that stuff." Yeah. Oh, really? The first, why haven't you why haven't you gone back to those? Like, because you guys say not to the
2: first the first <laughs> yeah the first six episodes uh, we had a little audio problems, so don't judge us on that. Uh, we have gotten much better, <sighs> I think. Oh. Uh, nope quick little interjection the rat if you're still listening I suggest to go listen to episode 12 faction psychology uh, I think that was one of our better episodes because we dove really deep into player and faction um, selections melding yeah selections so take a look at that one like, that, that was why a good you
0: play the way you do with who you are
2: Alright, news. I think we could cross that one. Dunzo. One oh six. We we
1: need the news outro music now. Is
4: that
2: is that good backwards
4: did
0: <laughs> You guys needed a break and another drink?
2: I do need another drink, but I think we should keep rolling on because I don't want to edit too much, but all right roger okay all right moving along with raise of hands who needs a new drink me i do oh that looks like andrew's going to take on his 350 games in minnesota
0: all right with 350 games in minnesota andrew what did you do with that event
4: uh which one we talking about when i went to go meet tommy no,
0: them. that was that was most recent. You had one further along. Uh, in the, in uh, the, I
4: think you should discuss the
2: ones where Marv saw the light. Yeah,
0: Marv. Could oh, that a was when, that earlier.
4: Yeah, that's when I went to go see. Um, that's when I went to go see Tommy. That was the first run, and then I had him over here here this last it was within the last two weeks, and we played um, another three fifty, and, and a lot of that delves down into um, talking about his experiences with 40k and, and being in big tournaments versus how we've got rules written and making some suggestions on um, what he felt could be changed um, all the while knowing that, you know, there are certain mechanics that he's um, less than thrilled about, we'll say about how alpha strike plays and, um, So, had some really good conversation around that. Um, We, I did bring it up uh, to, Aaron called me about something and we just got off on a tangent and brought up a couple of things with that. Um, Something that brought up a couple of items that we'll need to get together and talk about whether we're gonna make some changes, um, some fundamental changes to the 350. Um, I think, as far as um, how the tournament will be played and expectations by all players. um, And it would be for the better. uh, Absolutely for the better. So stay tuned. Um, Like Aaron said, we're getting really close to just saying we're at a 1.0 release. um, And it will be good. I'm, I'm excited to get that out and I would real. I'm really. I, w- I really wish we could still figure out a way to do a Wolfnet Open this year. Yet some t- someplace somehow. Um, whether we got three players or whether we get twenty players, I don't really care. It's just it's been a lot of fun getting together with people and rolling dice and and shooting the shit again. So, um, if anyone else has got cabin fever like most of us, I'm I'm assuming. Oh yeah. um, That could that could be a good 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 deal. So.
0: You know, speaking of um, locations, Todd was just saying the other day that he's like, I'm. Once we get this uh, border dispute figured out with the COVID, he's like, I'm going to load up the RV and I'm going to come down and I'm going to stop at every one of your locations for for gaming. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're going to be tired and probably very heavily. Um, worn out from just the amount of 3d 3, 350 playing you're gonna have because we've been like testing that for two years well I
4: mean it, and it, it I'm sorry to jump on you there um, one thing that I'd have noticed um, playing and introducing the 350 to people is please please please. Play the scenarios and have some sort of an expectation before you try and do a tournament at Gen Con. Um, people who are showing up that have not played um, the 350 and know what the scenarios are going. Um, like with Matt, and we, we played for a good four hours and he was solid with, with Alpha Strike. He knew how to move, he knew the units, he knew how to read the cards. And then he's like, I I came here to learn about this 350. I want to play a scenario. All right, let's play a scenario. And uh, my son and I built a new 350 list for him. I'm I'm affectionately calling our 2.0 lists. Um, After playing um, these scenarios a number of times, I've kind of settled on a a play style and and a way that I'm going to structure my armies. And my son played against i gave matt a 1.0 list that i had and wyatt my 14 year old boy played his new list and i really didn't coach him i I did coach him quite a bit as to here's what you want to do with these with these units but he ultimately had to move them and and do what he had to do but he beat matt and captured the flag in two rounds and i don't know i don't know if that was down to units in army construction whether it was how the terrain was set up but matt was like okay that's done let's try this again (laughs) and he immediately we reset the table they reset terrain again he uh tried a different strategy and it it came down to units um there there is there's a way to put your army together to cover all of these scenarios and give you some flexibility to potentially negate or to um, have an answer to uh, units that you may be going against with another player um one of the fun things that we've experienced i think that's going to be interesting with the 350 is as you go to tournaments and you play against other players to see how they're structuring their armies. Um, you know, Raymond in Indianapolis uh, had artillery and put Protomex out and was doing things that we hadn't seen before, but they worked and they were a fun thing to figure out how to play against. Um, but I have I'm really concerned about People just showing up, expecting to do just to be able to play BattleTech and have fun, and know that know that if you haven't done it, don't go into it with a high level of expectation because um, it's ain't you may your daddy's well, BattleTech. <laughs> you may you may do well, and you may not, and just <laughs> I I hope that you can walk away from the table knowing that. You got some things to work on. Is is a concern that and I'll, I'll, it's a way different way of playing.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll deep dive a little bit into what's going on with 350. I'm very very close. Uh, I expect to probably this week uh, to release uh, version one of the 350 rule set. We and I know I think we talked about this in the last podcast that we're like, hey, we're locking this thing down. No more you know additions and this and that because. Over the two and a half years, it has just been addition and addition and addition, but it's what it's what needs to happen. And this last two weeks, we've gotten uh, so the rule set is pretty much set, but I've gotten some very good insight from a lot of people that play competitive games and and uh, you know scoring and there's a lot of cracks that when you start a competitive tournament format that if you don't have this question answered it just makes life hell for a judge and a lot of these things are coming up now which is great because I want to make this as seamless as possible and those questions are going to come up you know like uh, Andrew just posed me a question the other day he's like what happens if someone someone shows up to a premiere event With not three colors painted on their miniatures. (laughs) And I'm, I mean, the, the simple and correct answer is they're not allowed to play. Well, what if they have two colors? You know, I was like, well, it says three colors. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you go. See the red, the black, and then you just add a little cockpit color and that's three. But what, what happens if they show up and they, they only have two. Well, I mean, we're not in the business of handing out participation trophies, so you didn't read the rules. And if you don't, if you didn't read that specific rule, which is very specific, then I, how many other rules don't you know? And that's where I'm coming at it from. Like that simple rule of your army needs to be painted in three colors. If you can't do that, what other rules don't you know? And that's just going to be a detriment to every other player that do know the rules. <clears throat> I know this is going to be a hard pill for a lot of Battletech fans to swallow, but this is a competitive tournament format. This and is it, not, it,
4: this it is not your casual,
2: fun-loving, I'm going to just roll up. Now, there is a rule set for that, but I'm just saying, if you show up to a tournament, you got to abide by the tournament rules.
4: And it's a mental shift. It, yes. it is a change. It's a change for Battletech players to have the shift of there is some more rigidity in what you can and can't do, and that everyone has to abide by the set of, of rules. And, and I know, I know we're going to find people who are going to find cracks in the wall and they're going to find ways to
2: abuse. But the, the fact that, that my good friend Schluter. Called Andrew and says, "I want to learn this 350." Andrew uh, uh, Schluter is a is an competitive X Wing player, and I, I I don't mean like competitive in in the light terms. He goes to worlds, he goes to nationals, he goes to regionals. I I he comes to my store and we literally will sit there and practice our lists again. And when I mean practice, we go two or three rounds into a game. He, are, he he'll find out that he screwed up. We reset the we reset the map. Like you don't you don't play the whole game out. If you're if this is not working for you, this is competitive. This is playing for a prize or play, playing for, you know, bragging let's, rights. Let's, bragging rights, yeah. So <laughs> if and and I was the happiest person in the world when Schluter called Andrew because I was like, if I can get him from X-Wing to come to Battletech, then that means our game is going to grow exponentially. Like, we're not going to be able to comprehend how big that
4: will go. You're going to be having
2: 64-person Battletech tournaments.
4: Let's temper that just a little bit. It's not. That's exactly the... We see the potential for this to go. It still has to be accepted by others. I, I get that. I and and to be honest with you, I can see people who are going to embrace this, and I see people who are going to rail against it.
2: And I'm fine um, with that.
4: I don't care. It's, it's gonna go. It's gonna go one way or the other. If, if so, you don't
2: like it, then you don't have to play it. That's the beauty about BattleTech. You don't have to be a part of the competition. I'm just gonna tell you that a lot of us are competitive people. At heart, and they're going to want to be in on this, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be a gr- it's gonna be awesome. We've nailed down a lot of stuff that we needed to nail down, so I'm I'm very comfortable with where the rule set is at. Um, and I'm hoping to release it, and uh, hopefully well, now with the help of
4: Seth, we're we're hoping where
2: where am this. I using I too much?
4: Yeah, you are a dickface. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> See, that's yes. when you should have used "we're." we
4: yeah,
2: we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <sighs> anyway, no, but, I, um, but but
1: but even beyond the competitive side, just being able to, I think, organize games at the game shop when that's a thing, rather than somebody having to say, "Well, this week we're going to do." You know, we're going to do 300 PV yep. or we're going to do 10K for BV or whatever we're doing. It takes all that pressure off. Then people go home, they refine their lists, uh, you know, or maybe just what they bring for different scenarios. And then they come back the next week and they try it out again. Yep. It's, you know,
4: well, I, the, I, then the, and the other beautiful thing of it too is, is that there's flexibility. If you get eight guys that show up, you can split up into four and say each of you take a hundred points out of your three hundred and fifty. It's so flexible and gives you the opportunity to on the fly change things and know that the things on the table are going to be competitive. It really boils down to and balance. player and 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 how they it comes down to the player tactics and in dice rolls, of course. Yeah. But how do you manage that? I mean, and ultimately, that's yes, what's fun want me.
2: We want this to be competitive format. But really, for us, the, the, the deep down version of this is to all Battletech players to always have a 350 and they show up to a game store and they're like, oh, 350, 350, let's go. Yep. Instead of wasting time on, oh, what era? Oh, what tech level? Oh, man, I got to, you know, it, it, no, it's just like, I got it it's right here. Let's go. Let's play. Send it. Let's yeah, el- where let's, let's eliminate an where, hour and a half of bullshit and let's play the
4: game. Where I where I meet Chris Lang in in uh GenCon and we were going to play a friendly <laughs> and we come up with a battle value and he shows up with four rates. And well <laughs> fuck, this game sucks. Um, Shout out. But, but, I mean I mean that's that's but we That's the problem with the with the sheer amount of parameters to have to lock in and down. If you want to get together and play, for us with your normal gaming group guys, everyone kind of knows the feel and and that kind of stuff of each other. So you're not going to. And I don't mean this towards Chris directly, but you know, do a dick thing and show up with with something stupid. (laughs) No one's going to have fun. And, and it, I, I think I made it four hexes into the map and then just stood there and waited for him to run me over.
0: Right, because that's, that's kind of like a list of, like, I win.
4: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. He may have had three wraiths and a spider or something like that. Oh, but either way, oh, it was... Oh, well, what the fuck? Oh, well, that is feasible. That changes we, everything. Just, it's... The 350 makes all of that go away. Now... It's not for everyone. Not everyone's an Alpha Strike player. Never said it was. Yeah. The 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 key to Alpha Strike that I believe is the 2d6 per point of damage. That changes the perception and playability of the game for classic players um, in ways that I don't think people took the time to appreciate because Alpha Strike was really never treated... As its own game system, it oh. was. We're gonna make classic easier to play.
2: Pro tip: If you're not doing the multiple uh, damage rolls,
0: you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and by the way, Aaron, can you give us your little ditty?
2: Oh man, can I remember it? I, I, I can't. I can't remember the. It's like let's open clan invasion box because we got the clan invasion box and it's new (laughs) and we're gonna open the clan invasion box because it's really cool (laughs) (laughs) anyways
0: anyways, ladies and gentlemen uh, just now uh, Remy just signed up for the regiment with a Nova (gasps) Blackhawk India which Aaron just got to add him to the uh, regimental roster. Oh man
2: dude I'm I'm like this close to just (sighs) So, everyone in the regiment, I'm, I'm trying to get this 350 thing done. <laughs> I'm, trying to get the, Jesus. I'm trying to get the 350 thing done, and then I can shift all of my focus on the regiment. I have been, the like, Kaji, again, is the man, but uh, I, I really need to get back to the regiment. I, well,
0: and, and Seth.
2: Yes, all of them. And, and Mario. Yeah, we could go through the whole list. It's not going to make me feel any better.
0: I <laughs> don't oh. Hey, this is, how, this about, is called, how about we go is, on
2: a tech talk, huh? This, oh, look this, at is, there.
0: this is called a support chain that helps everybody delegate and have fun. This is why we succeed because we're all in the same fun community. That's true. anyways. Moving along with tech talk, <laughs> there's been some discussion on 350 uh, C cubed or C3 lists. Has anybody built a C3 list well, lately?
2: So I tried.
0: To, <laughs> okay. I tried to follow what you guys were doing
2: in the chat, and I was like, w- "What is going on here?" Like, i I had a whole three, I had all three fifty that was nothing but uh, my uh, my, uh, Venatori three fifty is all C three I. Yeah, that'd be fun, and I, I didn't even bother because I suck at You know, it's not it. bad, but just like in all things Alpha Strike, it is priced accurately oh yeah so if you're gonna take all c3i you're not gonna be able to take a lot of units
0: no because it it modifies everything
2: it it is expensive it is expensive now is it is it effective in in a couple of games it, it really was uh to not to be especially with c3i when you didn't have to worry about the master line of sight kind of a thing but what I always kept running into was I could only bring like five or six units to the board.
4: Well, you did it wrong then because I got a C3I list here <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I'm kind of excited to try. Well, okay. Well, the, So the whole thing started with that um, I was on the uh, uh, CD, the demo team Discord server. And they were going back and forth about C3 and how to put a C3 unit together. What's the fastest C3 master? And is it overpriced? Does it work? You can't counter it. You got to do too much to, to play against it. And I just posed something as, you know, I know that Tommy and I believe Charles, you put one together too. I hadn't gone through the exercise, but when I got this list together i was like hmm i wonder how well this would play
0: (laughs) she starts shining your monets oh i
4: I went i went through it and i i immediately decided on c3 versus c uh, c3i versus c3 Mm because i didn't want to fight with the master right with c3i it's six units yep six units always so based on our 350 that's right in the ballpark of the number of units that you have on the table right. at 200 points. So I immediately went mechs and vehicles and battle armor. I threw in uh longis and Marauder VA for uh, magnetic clamps. And I got two longis and two Marauder in here. Um, Strigan strike tanks, uh, the LRM carrier, which was stupid Awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, <you laughs> stupid mm-hmm. awesome. Launching long range.
4: <laughs> well, it's a the word of Blake LRM carrier is a 355 with C3I C3 I and indirect I. fire of 5. It's that's stupid. So I mean, that, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And then it's got
4: it, and then I have the
2: Shadowhawk. But it's Drift. expensive though.
0: No, just no. get ready to get pounded. C3 35 I points. 35 C3I's points is
2: fucking expensive, man what's no, eh,
0: not. not bad that's not bad <laughs> not when maybe, i see maybe. you guys
4: not when i see you guys bordering on 50 or higher hmm. on some of your units it's
0: i i try not to go over like 42 prices. 42, that's 42 about, is about
4: my limit i sit right in between 40 and 48 is usually what i try and sit in at as well nice
0: and those are those fun calculations that you can do like ahead of time of like oh my god see, the you do numbers all day isn't it ridiculous? Oh. Tommy sends me this and I send him back and it's just like It's like a game are... within the
4: game. <laughs>
2: oh jeez. It's, like a... it's like
4: My my <sighs> new my new dragoon unit that I have, I I I don't think that I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. So, but anyway, with C3i, <laughs> so you're you're
2: you're limiting yourself to the number of units.
1: to 6. No.
4: Oh yeah, you're limited yeah. to six. You're, limited you're limited to, to limited 6. To...
0: Basically a mechs plus vehicles or just max?
4: I
2: have well, mechs
0: anything and with C three I. But again, right. I mean, if we're if we're framing
2: you, this into the three hundred and fifty realm, um, you 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 have the three hundred and fifty points you can spend, but you only get two hundred per match. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets a little tight. But oh, yeah. I agree, you can fit the six units of C three I. Oh, in I'm not.
4: I'm not even saying that it's all. I'm not even saying that I'm fielding six units every, in my two hundred. Right, right. I just went with the fact that if I'm four units or I'm six units, that ability of getting that range um, bonus is I don't have to fight with the right combination of units to get it. When I have a master and slaves, C three I just gives it to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just universal. Nice.
4: Yep, that was That's that's how I came to settle on
0: doing it that way. Now, yeah, it, it's a great it's a great factor to have modular systems for your three hundred and fifty. And then you can this is plug also, and play. It's so awesome. Yeah,
2: this is also where it factors in. Okay, well, I have ECM. Oh, well, that's great for C C3, three, but C three I. It affects C three I too.
1: It doesn't, it, it, it affects, yes, it, it does. It doesn't affect Boosted. Boosted is when things there get stupid. There you go. Bo-
0: boosted it. gets all crazy. Boosted is the man.
1: Yeah, because you need uh, Angel to but stop But man, it. if you want to so. pay
2: for C3, you're going
4: to put Boosted on there. You're paying for it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes,
4: that, that's expensive. But I mean, how it, ma- uh, do you guys? when you guys are building your list, <clears throat> you, uh, let me ask this. Do you guys right now have a tier one Gen Con list that you have put together and ready to go. Yes. It's it's just a solid, if I had to go play and we were going to get together and we're doing a tournament, this is my list. Yeah. Do you guys have that? Yes. I do. Yes. Okay.
0: Not, not CQ, but my no, 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 no,
4: no, no. Just do you have a list? And then where I'm going with that is, did you take into consideration building that list ECM black yes. you did? Yep. You did. Okay. Oh yep. yeah,
1: I I one because I I broke down my my list into 200s for the different scenarios and one of my 200 lists is C3 where I load it with all my ECM units simply to go just to, basically to go poo on somebody's parade. Yep. That's that's the whole just idea of that. To
0: counter to counter. Yep. I um, I have I have not done that with I mean there are select units I've eyeballed for potential pull one up pull one unit out and put one in but um, that's the that's the risk of uh, the three fifty tournament is you need to be ready to go at the drop of a hat it's not going to be you can see you know the other people's things really that much in advance. yep you mm-hmm. you really need to be able to combat and counter every different enemy configuration or you're going to be mincemeat
4: and see it's
2: always funny because especially with 350 we always talk about gems like you can always find that gem that's cheap enough to always add into your unit that does have that angel ecm on it just in case just in case
4: uh see and i took i took a whole different approach on mine
0: And that's fun to see everybody's different approach. But that's the beauty of the whole system
2: is that, Mm -hmm. am I going to waste 34 points for me to maybe have that counter and then I never see it for the entire day?
0: Or do
2: I see it and I'm like, oh, I'm going to ruin
0: your day. (laughs) That's going to be the fun part is when you start seeing those, those gems come out that do wreck everybody. And then everybody's gonna have to set those counters, you know, like they have. Uh, oh, what do you call it? The uh, the tournaments um, set. What was that term for? X-Wing?
2: Oh, meta, the meta,
0: meta. Yeah. So I you yeah. mean, you'll have you'll have yeah. series of meta that counter each other. And what I lo- so what I love about I, would, I can't wait to see some of those start to come out, and then. Transform and transition, and the
2: beauty about BattleTech is there are so many units. I mean, there are so many.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's going to be I an mean, X-wing a specific meta like,
2: that always stays there. Yeah, there's there's probably a couple of thousand combinations that you can have an in X-wing. In BattleTech, it's like millions, like because every unit is different.
4: And... Well, what I think is what I think is going to be fun to see is while I think there'll be a meta eventually, or uh, you'll, you'll see some of it. I'm curious as to how much of it will actually come out because of faction specificity. If yeah, a person identifies right. themselves as a Davian, they're not going to be fielding Curita Mex. Maybe they will, but I think some of that's going to be really interesting to see how everything plays out too, is do people stay true to their faction that's going to be a tougher build list build their list
0: in that way. I think that's going to be a tougher variable if they stay faction specific or if they, you know, mix everything.
1: Well, yeah, I stayed.
4: I I, I stayed. <laughs> You're I a mercenary. You get, everything. I couldn't be happy. <laughs> I couldn't be happier.
1: No, Wolf's Dragoons are tough. Wolf's Dragoons and Kel Hounds are, are kind of, kind of picky. <laughs> that's true. But but I think um, that yeah the kind of the development of different metas and what because I, I think every group kind of they dev- as people explore and develop and kind of uh, abuse different maybe abilities or specials then the group adapts to it so every group's oh. going to have kind of their own smaller meta mm, that has yep. developed from what they have found yep. but. When like you know when we when there's going to be a Gen Con and all of that, I th- I think it's really going to be interesting to see how all these smaller metas collide. It's because be these are going to be fantastic. Yeah, they're going to be well thought out. You know, they're, they're and tested and proven, but in a you know big fish small pond kind of situation. Seneca
4: is going to find a, is going to find a way to bring fourteen arctic wolves again. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. <laughs> It's, it's totally doable. Rules. Rules.
2: Totally doable. Um,
0: not allowed. Seneca,
4: Seneca hey. was the only. Seneca was the reason that that rule of two yes. not max went in. Yeah. Well,
0: since since you have like the Omni and the non-omni, <laughs> like the standardized, you and can still two. bring four versions. You can I get think, four now. of them. You yeah. Can, yeah. You which can is get fine. It. Which Seneca, is fine. You
1: can get six. Seneca. There's six. There's Arctic Wolf two. Take oh it. So, yep.
0: yep. Yep.
2: So, yep, there uh, you go. side note, Chicago. Just happened to uh, hit me up the other day. He's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I was the winner of that entire tournament, wasn't I?" <laughs> I was like, "Son of a bitch, yes, you, yeah, he was. Yes, you yeah, were." A guy who had never played BattleTech in his life. I gave him a list, and uh, he ended up winning the, the fucking
0: yeah, un- but see, that's, unannounced,
2: that's, that's... non. Yeah. Uh, Non registered first, uh, 350. Testing,
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's that's where you go back to like Patton. So, I mean, if you gave him the built list, technically, that's true. Your list beat, technically, not necessarily the tactics because could have had like terrible tactics, but really good units. All right, 137.
1: <laughs> Break.
2: Ooh, should we do this as a. Do this as a
4: history brief. History
2: brief? Roger. Not commercial. I,
0: I'm oh, waiting for. Gideon, why don't you introduce
2: yep. your own history brief?
4: <laughs> <laughs> One, the first time in two
1: years. Yes.
0: Oh, man. Yes.
1: <laughs> Can you, you wanna do it? You want to do it or
0: you want us to do it? Can
1: you do it? Um. <laughs> no, because I'm just going to just start talking about what I talked about, and you oh, don't really hear it twice. Go for it, Matt.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this history brief brought to you by Ares Games and Miniatures from our localized Ares, games and minis. lore master, Charles Gideon Dirks. <laughs> Take it away.
1: On this episode of Wolfnet History Briefs, the promise of rescue dooms a man who is already dead. Hello Wolfnet and welcome to another installment of Wolfnet History Briefs, where we look at what happened this month in the Battletech timeline. I'm Gideon, let's begin. The 21st of October in the year 3013. On this date, Davian forces were fleeing their enemy on a world most notable for being a battlefield. In fact... Three-quarters of the planet had been transformed by the ravages of the first two succession wars from lush farms and ranches to wastelands prone to storms that would rage for months at a time, a planet whose primary export was, unironically, billions of disposable diapers. The planet, of course, was Mallory's world, a once fertile and bountiful planet which was unfortunately perched along the border between the Draconis Combine and the Federated Suns and whose main strategic significance was its existence, and the fact it could be taken from the enemy. The battle had started off well for the Federated Sons. The 4th Davian Guards had dropped onto the planet earlier in the month, and broke the 17th Avalon Hussars out of a siege. When the Davian forces turned to give battle, things began to go downhill quickly. The Hussars were unable to hold the flank, forcing the guards into a regiment-sized game of cat and mouse in the chasms and ravines on the continent of Oregon. This desperate fight to avoid the pincer went on for weeks until the Davian Guard passed through a particular gorge appropriately named the Desolate Pass. The pass was so narrow, Mex could only move through in single file, and it was surrounded by rock walls 50 meters high. Beyond it, the terrain eventually opened. It was the Fourth Guard's only hope to escape the pursuing Second sort of Light, but they needed separation. Otherwise, the sword would fall on the stragglers and slowly overwhelm and devour the regiment piece by piece. It was here that Prince Ian Davian, who was personally leading the fourth guards, made a fateful decision. Ordering the regiment to continue, he turned to face the second sword alone. His atlas was one of the slowest mechs in the regiment and would be one of the first to be overrun if they continued to flee, but here, he could choose the engagement. Prince Ian likely wasn't realizing the parallels of his decision to that of another ruler some three and a half millennia before. I am of course referring to the famed stand of King Leonidas and his 300 Spartans at the Battle of Thermopylae. In a similar setting, Leonidas stood rear guard with a couple thousand Greeks to face down 50 times their number to buy time for most of their army to withdraw. As I'm sure you all remember, this would prove to be Leonidas' final battle. And even if Ian did not see the similarities, he knew that his outcome would be the same. The first mechs to reach Ian's position were the assault lance of the command company. Unable to maneuver, they came at him one at a time. Not that the Combine mech warriors would mind. The Combine has a long history of their warriors engaging in one-on-one duels, and to attain a posting in the command company of the famed second sword meant each of these warriors had few equals in the entire inner sphere. Prince Ian was a competent commander and strategist, but his skills in the cockpit were surpassed by the average warrior under his command. This is what makes the events that happen next so peculiar. As each of the enemy mechs engaged, Ian achieved a higher hit average than he ever had during simulations, and he avoided more incoming fire as well, despite the fact that he had nearly no room to maneuver. In an already damaged atlas against mechs of comparable tonnage, which were piloted by the best duelists in the Inner Sphere. He won. Not once or twice, but four times, destroying the entire lance. The only explanation I can offer is that he achieved the state of being which Combine warriors call motion. With the innate desire to survive subdued, he was able to act without thought. With Ian at its controls, the Atlas stood with all the fortitude and solidity of the titan from which it took its name. Then came an issue Leonidas never had to face. Ian received a message. The Kel hounds were on planet and were only a few minutes away. If he could hold out just a little longer, they could cover his retreat. With that simple communication, the thought of survival returned, and the spell had been broken. Ian's virtuoso abilities were gone, and in fact he did not fire another shot or even try to maneuver as the next second sort of Light mech rounded the bend of the cliff face. This was a warhammer piloted by Yorinaga Kurita, and being the elite warrior he was, he simply leveled his PPCs at the Atlas, and placed a well-aimed shot into the cockpit. The Kelhounds arrived too late to assist Ian, but were in time to prevent the Combine soldiers from claiming his body. This would not be the last clash between Akel and Yorinaga, but that will need to wait for another history brief. This is Gideon signing off, and remember, those who fail to learn from history are doomed.
0: (laughs) Anyways, getting back into the uh, podcast, we have a section of Around the Community. So we've had uh, some talk of people do some Christmas exchanges. Yeah, and, I want to uh, know what this is all about. <laughs> yes, yeah, since it doesn't involve you I, exactly.
1: I, I, I love how how he acts like all this was done in secret. Like he has access to every every one of these messages. <laughs> and just busy, just busy. I'm
2: busy. People have Charles time busy, busy, busy. busy.
0: busy. <laughs> getting busy. Anyways. So uh, a couple of us out of uh, Iowa and Colorado and Indiana and Illinois were doing some Christmas exchanges with names, building a mini, painting it, and sending it to them by Christmas, which is kind of fun. Um, Secret Santa.
2: Oh, snap. Is that for Mario? We just saw. Uh, is that for Mario? Shh, that's, oh, That's for Mario. I thought. That is a Back lot. for Mario. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to give it away. I'm going to get his Peter to cry. He's I'm going to get gonna his cry. Peter excited. Mario, you <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. You don't deserve that.
1: <laughs> Mario, <laughs> j- 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 Just so you know, Andrew just held up a plate, and on it was the poo emoji. That's, that's true. That he's gonna send you. It was a giant poo
0: emoji. I
4: would to box up a big turd.
0: <laughs> it's just it's a it's a stress poo emoji that says when you punch it. There's
2: no way you're gonna paint all that.
0: Oh yeah, start <sighs> next week. Well he's gotta prime it first. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna
4: go, they're going to get a bath tomorrow morning, and they should get primed tomorrow, tomorrow so night. Apparently, uh, 99% I'm just of the one. rest of
2: our listeners are not involved in this uh, Secret Santa gift. Uh, so, yay for us, I guess. But
0: uh, but the fun part is, is anybody else in a community, community can do it in your own local areas. So, if you have Battletech players local to you, be a friend. Say, hey, I'm going to get you a Christmas gift. Hey, give me one back. <laughs> Oh, he's just, he's like framing it with his fingers.
4: <laughs> it's so big! It's so big.
0: That's what she
2: said.
1: And, when, and also, I mean, we, we, we like have a some, moose. we have some very uh, dedicated folks in the uh, like like in the Discord. So I I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't some other exchanges that oh, get set I up along the way here.
2: Hundred percent agree. We ever get. get Third bat, best bat, man. Christmas uh, Christmas <laughs> album. Uh, get that... get that. Uh, Christmas Santa album.
4: <laughs> third, hey, that's the thing. Third bat, oh. best bat.
2: They need to make a Christmas Oh, album. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> singing singing Christmas clust, girls. It's third clust, best clust.
0: Oh, now that's clan. <laughs> since we've transitioned.
2: <laughs> you see, guys... We we did do things right every once in a while, and uh, if you guys want to move over to third class, best class, class, <laughs> see, I can't even say it; it's just not right. You're fired. Kaji's going to put the foot down, and uh, it's.
0: I don't care how they have been. They've been they've been playing missions. Have you noticed that too? They have.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, shout out to Inferno. Pushing. Okay, Gold's here, been pushing let's,
2: let's settle this from now on. Okay, guys, <laughs> it's fucking regiments, and it's battalions, and I know you're going to have a hard time with companies, so we're just going to call it, it's called Inferno Group. We're just going to say group. Detachment. It's, it's the Inferno Group, and then whatever you want to call <laughs> each other from then on, I don't care. Lance, stars, uh homogenous zones. I don't Inferno. care. Inferno. But just it's going to be third bat, best bat. And in order to be third bat, best bat, you got to have a battalion. So deal with it. I know there's some hardcore clan guys in there that their brains will just explode. But, you know, <laughs> we're, a, we're a discreet uh, uh, unit, and we can call each other whatever the fuck we want to call each other. So...
0: You now, since we're talking about holidays, um, there's also my favorite Halloween one coming, coming up. up soon next, next week. Um, everybody remembers the black Marauder stories, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. They still give me shivers. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: That's there were a
0: few so- other ones I looked up as well, since, you know, you're going to have kids going trick or treating and having fun, being safe, um. Uh, Maybe give them a little ghost time story with uh, the Black Marauder or Great Gaffa's Ghost or Devil Take the Hindmost. So these are a few other good stories out there that you can look up and research. Anybody have any others they ran into?
1: Well, I just uh, want I, to point out that I refer to Halloween as Tira Mirabourk Day. day. <laughs> so Yes. That's, the, that, that, that's her day.
0: What is, I found it. You got more stuff? No. Oh, that's, that's your mech. That's my War Dog. No wonder it's in pieces. <laughs> I cut all the legs.
4: I, I, just, I just... I've been looking for it. I cut all the legs and stuff up so I could
0: repose it. I can't wait to... I, since since they need to get you out of the War Dog and into the Mad 2, I can't wait to make some bases with like destroyed War Dog pieces.
4: <laughs> like, why, why would it have be been
0: destroyed? I
4: just transition to a different mech and gave mine to somebody else.
0: No, it'd be more fun. I'll just, like, make the war dog, like, destroyed in the base and then have a little guy standing on it like, where's my new mech? (laughs) I never realized. Did Tierra Marburg
2: die on Halloween?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow, I
0: never knew. That's fat. That's fat. Mind
2: blown. Mind blown right now. (laughs) You're
0: like, trick-or-treat, suckers! (laughs)
2: Of all the characters in BattleTech, she was pro- she's up there in the top five. She's,
0: yeah, she's just she, she wasn't and she didn't have a lot of screen time. She was just an awesome gal. Well, I mean, all, all the screen time you can get on the uh, the Dire Wolf uh, main deck, <laughs> command deck. <laughs> I
2: still don't think uh, Phelan ever got over. I mean,
0: no. Yeah, you can have
2: Rana and everything, but I mean. Deep down, everybody wants. First, a, wants a hey, target. your first
0: love, man. Well, I remember when he went back after after yep. transitioning yep. into all those tr- all those trials of positions and new ranks, and then and then seeing the the she rank laying was, on his awesome. desk.
2: I mean, you know, that's pure love to fly fi- fly a fucking aerospace fighter into the bridge
0: of a. <sighs> what a what a. Anyway. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we discuss the Kerensky kids.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah, are we going to get into that? <laughs> it's it's literally two hours in. That is the perfect oh. witching hour.
0: We're going to push off. Okay. Uh
2: so. Warning.
0: Warning. Warning. Yep. Warning. If Larn, you have Larn not Larn read Children of Danger Kerensky... Danger Will Robinson. Danger Will Robinson. Yeah. If
2: you have not Spoiler read alerts. Children of Kerensky, Bly... Bly Blaine Pardo. <laughs> Jeez. What? Bl- who? By Why? Blaine Lee Pardo. Did you uh, switch to whiskey? You should. You should. Oh, you know, I've been on it <laughs> since. Uh, Jesus. You should probably like stop wolf. listening if you don't want spoilers, because we are going to spoiler this beautiful, wonderful novel written by our very own Blaine <laughs> Lee Pardo. Called. Children of Kerensky, aka Kerensky's kids. Which is a much better but, title.
0: I don't know why I kept saying that because I didn't want to spell children. It's a better title. <laughs> kids is shorter. It's more millennial. You know, they'd get it. <laughs> more they'd, millennial. She so had to send I had to send fast messages. <laughs> okay. So who wants to start this thing off?
2: I will sure. Thanks for nominating me. I was I was just going
4: to be like, oh, first off, did everybody did did everybody like the book?
0: I did because it had a ghost bear mech on the front. (laughs) (laughs) okay the bar
4: was set high so
2: just just a
1: little <laughs> tidbit like, doesn't take doesn't take much to please me just a That's little tidbit like every tro every tro he's loved because there's a ghost spare mech on just a little tidbit um, not
2: all of them not all blaine and i were talking about just, something just the best ones blaine and i were talking about something i
0: can't remember what it was about and he's like oh are hey are you, by the having, way are you, are you having long Candlelight talks with him on the no, phone again. No, no, it's,
2: it's mostly <laughs> about his. It's
0: mostly about his house. Oh, well, good. You yeah, he can help with construction tips. Yeah, and so didn't I mean, he just like, didn't he just get the stone bar done outside? Yep, yep. It, it's That's looking awesome. good. It's looking good. Oh,
2: Blank yeah. con is is gonna happen. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. We need to make a road trip for that. So anyway, he just he just kind of was like, "Well, oh, hey, check this out." <laughs> <laughs> sent me a cover photo Cause I've been the one that's been pasting together All of his like little uh You know he sends the teasers Yep And I'll paste them together and Put them <laughs> on the wall He sends me the cover art and I go You son of a bitch <laughs> You're gonna drive every ghost bear <laughs> Fucking fanatic Man. Just insane And uh He did It, it was It was correct But, um, so,
0: we all have to remember... I think think the one he drove the most mad was Kaji. Yeah, (laughs) he got Kaji good. So, we all have to remember that that Children
2: of Kerensky was originally supposed to be the first third of Hour of the Wolf. So, that might change, you know... If you didn't like the book, remember it's it's like the Fellowship of the Ring of Hour of the Wolf, right?
0: It's, it's all supposed to be one big book. So was... So was the Hour of the Wolf supposed to be like another 250 pages longer? Yes. Wow.
2: Yes. Um, I think I originally... I think originally they were like, we're gonna cut it. And kudos to blaine because he's like no you can't cut this and thank god they didn't because to this book okay first of all let's go with if you haven't read every dark age book and you haven't read uh, uh shattered fortress and you haven't read all this stuff you have no idea who these people are right think of how many new people are getting into battle taking like well where do I start, you know? <laughs> and that's Way a loaded back. question in its own. But if they picked up this book and they're like, well apparently these people are, you know, very popular or very important people in the storyline, this gave them the background that they needed for those characters. Uh Alaric Wolf, yes. or Alaric Ward, and Malvina Hazen are going to be huge characters. And they already are, but in Hour of the Wolf, they're going to be huge. And so they needed to know how these characters became
0: who they are. Because a lot of that was missing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or you know, bits and pieces, but majority yeah, it on wasn't. On. It wasn't now missing. We, now we, now we kind of got like a good... Focus and right. light. You you got put the onto uh, the the reasoning why the motivation <laughs> the you, the character development.
2: You got the you got the criminal minds version of their um. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Simcoe uh, upbringing. No,
2: uh, when you're Oh dang it, um, background or not background, but they're. Their intellect, you know, how they think. Why oh, like, they're why they're making their, go ahead. Their, their psychology,
1: their yeah, their personality, yeah. Their makeup.
2: You're you're getting an insight of how they think and and so let's let's just dive right in, right? So the book is mainly about Alaric or Ward. Right?
1: Well yeah, I mean it jumps back and forth between him and Moby Yeah. It
2: Hazen's part in the book is mostly I think I think the biggest con- contribution to the whole book is that first chapter with her uh Falconer the two mm-hmm. Falconers sitting there talking and one is going she's clinically fucking insane <laughs> and you're helping it Stop and the it. other and the other guy's going I know. No. <laughs> I understand this. But <laughs> what happens if we like, you know, not curb that
0: insanity? Like, she's not insane. We're just making it like, better to curb her. What if we just roll with it? <laughs> it looks like fun, it'll make us stronger, right? And <laughs> well, I think I, go ahead, Charles I think
1: that, Well, I think that uh the that that Falconer made a really good point of we've been We've been making fine warriors for a hundred years, and we're we had nothing's changed. So we need where, we need to change something if we want something to, different to happen. And she's different, so them? yeah. So we need to we need to encourage her differentness rather than stifle it and try to like pound her into the mold of what we think a good falcon warrior is.
2: So for me, that one line, I thought crisscrossed over to both Melvina and Alart. He he basically in that first couple of chat and that one line said we've been doing everything the same for so long and we're no closer to our ultimate goal. Both with wolves and with falcons. Rotro. And so when you Take that line, and you go okay. And and I was talking to Andrew th- about this a little bit. I said, "You always have the warder, the warden clan, and the crusader clans, right?" Hmm. not clans, but or, views. With the views, psychology. The problem with both of those psychologies were, they were still. Tied to the middle of the clan overall bidding, and how they, you know, did everything as a clan. They they all still did the same way. They just had different outlooks of how, you know, the outcome. Right? Warden's were we're here to be protectors of the Unisphere. They don't know what they're doing, so we're gonna protect them, and we're gonna teach them crusaders were we're just gonna burn the whole motherfucker down because they don't know what they're doing we do blah 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 but they were always stuck in the middle with their clan traditions well in this book you can clearly see malvina is taking the crusader psychology to the nth degree she's saying no we're going, victory is strength, victory is honor. Damn, damn the civilians, damn whatever it takes to do that. As long as we are victorious, we're fine. Alaric is going in the in the extreme warden psychology where I'm going to use my watch differently. We're actually going to do counterintelligence uh we're going to not fight as bidding. We're not going to bid anymore. We're going to uh,
0: integrate the best warriors from different factions. Exactly. Saloma
2: units are no longer uh, uh disrespected. We're going to use them.
0: That um, was exciting because stealing I mean, from look other how clans long they survive.
2: Yeah, stealing from other clans. <clears throat> uh you're 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 seeing the absolute polar Versions of the warden and crusader i are uh, mentalities, and they're basically abandoning everything that tied them to the
0: middle of what a clan is, especially the home worlds too, mm. and their their current um, garrison holding. It's like, nope, we're taking it all to the front. See yes, it. except for the Sibcos. That was about it. That's
2: that's what this book is doing. It's showing the absolute split from you know, they're they're taking both ideologies to the extreme. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that fleshes out.
0: I found it very interesting that, uh, you, I mean, you, you talk amongst people who, you know, thrive in faction knowledge or even talking about like the front the front was stalled by Tukiid and then it's it's gone stagnant you know, what was what was the push needed to get to Terra? you need to stop all the honor you need to stop all this other tradition stuff and you just need to collectively as a whole join together and push all the way to the front you forget forget the homeworlds. I mean you, you talk to anybody who's who's gotten tired of you know the clans getting stopped before Terra mm-hmm. or Tukeyed or behind the truce line. Push forward, don't stop. If they would let go of their pride, just like it stated in the book, push forward, keep pushing forward. And Matt, soonerly,
2: you bring up a huge point for me personally with like players. How many Jade Falcon loyalists as players are comfortable with how Melvina is going about this. And at the same time, how many wolf loyalists are comfortable with Alaric going away from the bidding and all this stuff? Like, you're messing
0: with players' psychology right now. (laughs) Well, and you also have to take into consideration, hey, Alaric is saying we're going to Terra... We're putting the best minds and tacticians and, you know, 37 37 prints of the word genius together to build this A-team that, or, you know, like the fantastic organization of genius tacticians of different factions in specific job positions that he needs to get the job done. And he feels like, He's been bred for this. Well, he, he you know, but kills my question mother, is, is his he's gene abandoning mother and dislikes his, his father's gene material past as well? He's, he's thrown it all away and he wants to become what they were not and become much more. He wants to achieve something, put the legacy where it's the, the, required. The stroke of genius and to see that, huh?
4: Andrew, go to ahead. see that he was oh, willing
0: to promise these to see that he, that he was willing to promise these leaders up on Terra first in the first combat it, that brings up a very good point and step away from
2: is so Alaric and Malvina are both their
0: faction they would step away from their faction
1: Bur- Bloodbath! You're having some weird yeah, you're, technical you're having issues.
2: Some latency issues. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off what you what you said right there. Oh, and so what I loved about this book was both Malvina and Alaric are. <laughs> Damn it! Now I just uh... so they're both going against the norms, right? But how yep. much does victory erase those norms?
1: Well kind of I, I guess, you know, and we'll find out in Hour of the Wolf, but um you you were talking about, you know, like wolf players, how comfortable are they? Falcon players. I think basically all of the clan players are probably a little on the edge of their seat <laughs> um just because I, I guess are you ill clan if you stop being a clan even if you take Terra? Because the Falcons, the, their extreme Mongol uh, doctrine, is not the clan way. The the wolves, not you know, doing away with the bidding and the uh, like, dueling and just basically going to sphere tactics, is not the clan way are they so even if they win are they really a, are, are they ill clan or are they just another Intersphere uh, faction yeah <clears throat> excuse me faction at this point
4: so there was there there's two things a couple of things one is in a certain light i think they're kind of going the route that they are because one of the one of the tools that was put in for the clan technology advantage was zealbrigan but zero people play it that way yeah which always made playing clans so hard so is this the way that they're going to move away from that because the technology on both sides has gotten to a point where <clears throat> it's equal so we're going to disband that piece. Possible. I don't know. The stroke of genius that I thought from a Lyric standpoint was, let's invite Malvina to, to, to Terra while we take it. His understanding of her psyche and what she would want to do while on Terra was in my opinion an, a, a sheer stroke of genius because he's going to let her take on all the redouts because strength is honor she's going to put all of her stuff towards the hardest stuff on the planet and spare the wolves the 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 heartache and the and the difficulty of taking those out so he's going to weaken her Use her to get those things taken care of and then have a force big enough to overtake her when it's all said and done. And she doesn't see, maybe she sees it. I don't know. I don't we haven't think gotten to that. It. We haven't gotten to that yet. But that was that was really we're gonna invite her. You're you're gonna do what? And then when <laughs> he explained it then when he explains it, you're like, Holy shit, that makes all kinds of sense. The long game that he's been playing, this the sheer amount of planning, the sheer amount of simulations. It's it's a lot like our 350 in the last two years. It's been iterated over and rethought and rehashed and you're bringing in minds of different people to take care of little aspects of it to tweak the thing to make sure that you're going to have the outcome that you want. It's, it's all... It all needs to happen for them to have some sort of success. You can't go to Terra and bid. It's just not going to get the job not done. Not going to happen.
2: To, so, and that's why I think the, the Malvina-Hazen parts in the book are so short, is because it is Alaric playing the long game, right?
0: well and it's all reactionary too out of her
2: he is the scalpel malvina is the hammer like there's no he is literally drawing every wolf clan warrior and they're going there uh, in the book she's still
4: like leaving what 30... she's leaving saloma she's leaving saloma units yeah. behind the garrison yeah but now, with her with the way she fights though that's... she doesn't need them she doesn't need him. She, she basically said, "I will use my warships against Terra." Yes, I will. the, the whole thing for her is Geneva in Rumble and Cinders.
0: Yeah, That's all she gonna, wants. She's gonna orbital bombard.
4: She's gonna she's
2: gonna go batshit crazy like she always is. And <laughs> what
0: <Well, laughs> is she though?
4: No. In a a certain respect, in a certain respect, is she? It's the logical, it's, it's the, it's the extent of the clan way taken to the far, whichever side of the aisle you're on, left or right. I I don't know, but it's, it's taking might is right and going to the extreme. Is she crazy? Is she wrong? She's, she knows her clan. She knows her people. And she's doing what they feel they need her to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, Alaric's chapters and sections were they, they were a little bit more um, like engaging because you could see him like coming to coming up with this plan, pulling in you know the uh, the, the warship commander, pulling in Warbear, you know, doing all these things. Warbear! Whereas, <laughs> whereas uh, Melvina's was this is very calculated for me to stay in power and make sure every Falcon toes the line. When I say, come,
4: you know what, you know what it is. It's Victor and Katrina all over again. Yep. You yeah. immediately, you immediately, aso- you immediately associate and you can appreciate what Alaric is doing in the planning, the using of his people appropriately and doing Doing warfare the right way, he's doing good. Whereas Malvina is, you're going to do exactly what I want you to do, and if you're not, I'm going to eliminate you. It's Victor mm-hmm. and Catherine, or Katrina. Yeah, it's Catherine. And I always yep. forget which which the hell name <laughs> she decided that she wanted at the time. But that's that's the story.
2: That whole chapter where he's standing in front of Victor's portrait was just. It was awesome. I, I really love the iconic. Icon- yeah, I yeah. loved that touch that Blaine put in the book. There, he's like, "I have basically disavowed." And how many times? Ta- how many times did Victor come up in this book? In Lorex line. Lot. He's like, "I wonder what Victor would do," kind of a thing. And he never knew him. Uh, he was there at his burial. I don't even think at the time of his burial, he knew. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So it's just, he's very, he's very victorish in this whole thing.
0: He's completely Masonical.
2: Yep. It's, and, and I'll be the first one to admit, Victor, half, yeah, I mean, he stumbled through luck in a couple of his battles, but the guy had the right mindset of how a battle should be waged and i think that's coming out in his genetics with alaric no well, oh, sorry no go ahead
1: well, I, I was going to say i think the biggest difference is that every step of the way victor questioned himself if he yep. was doing the best he could and if he was if he was really the right person for the job um but alaric just seems to deep See, down in his soul he's like i'm the person to do it that's the so. catherine
0: in him Bit confidence.
2: He's he's got the mindset of Victor, but the the absolute blind confidence of Catherine. It's just I mean genetically he's probably the
4: perfect leader. How did how did Ward how did Vlad fit into the whole thing? Was he Part of did, did he contribute to the gen, genetic makeup nope. of nope. Alaric?
0: Nope. <clears throat> or I don't know.
4: He's zero percent he, Vlad. Or did he get did he get the ability to fight for the ward blood name because of Phelan? right? Phelan was like a second or third cousin to a ward that went with Kerensky. So the blood is in that line. Well,
2: he's not a cousin. His mother was a ward.
1: Yeah, yeah. Phelan's, Phelan's mom was a ward. Phelan's
2: mother was a ward.
1: And was well, a direct okay. descendant of a, of a of SLDF ward that, Exodus. Yeah. yeah.
4: But they were cousins to the to Katrina. Yeah. They were cousins to the Steiners. Right. So that is that how he makes no. it into? No, he the just ability the, to fight he, for that. He just fought for it, the blood name
1: i'm I'm you, sure sorry, in
4: the clans, you have to be of that house uh, to be able to compete for the blood name. It's not like honor names in the dragoons.
1: well, i, I think um, and I'm sure Kauji will burn me down if I'm wrong, but um I believe that he it was a convenient lie that Vlad was his donor
4: that's yes that's fair
1: okay it was, it was a lie okay.
2: he had no genetic material but i think through but, catherine and vlad set that up to where right you have to, to, them. you
0: have to have a sponsor yeah for so, the trials you have, well, to have yeah, a sponsor
1: and he can't just show up and be like i'm here for the steiner davian blood name <laughs> anybody got it's one like, of those no where's uh, your sponsor it's at
2: 330 right <laughs> well, 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 well,
1: well if I go to if I go to the other side of my genetics, that would be the uh oh Steiner Davian bloodline. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I guess I'm screwed.
2: Oh boy. So um let's just dive
0: into the fucking tinfoil. <laughs> um I, I there was one scene that I, I enjoyed that made uh efficiency Understanding of Malvina's method when there were some oh. Oh, the uh, scientists <laughs> e- well no oh. ep epws that um the the Steiner enemies that were in basically a prisoner camp
4: oh and she shot yeah
0: and oh yeah she said that so let me get this straight. Uh, Mr. Prison Guard, these people killed our people already. And then now they're in your prison. And then somehow they escaped and then they killed more of our people. And now we still have them alive. So not only have they killed our people one time, but now twice they've killed a bunch of our people and yet they still live. Like, so they've killed twice as many people as... Yeah, you know, basically none of ours have reacted to get rid of them. She's not, you're gonna you're gonna spill your own guts today.
2: She's no joke. <laughs> she is. Uh...
0: It it made sense as in a threat analysis. Efficiency model. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not gonna lie. If you're into anime, uh yeah, she's got the white hair and uh, super hot and is very violent. Stone so, cold. Uh I can see where that
0: that does some things I, for some people. But I still uh, have this I still I'm still trying to get i trying to wrap my mind around this this idea of this um this pet she has. Yeah, Cynthia um, Cynthia. Cynthia. Like she'll lock herself in her office and pet, you know, pet her hair for hours on end, or, you know, designated break time or something. Everybody needs
2: a hobby, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yep, and I'm still trying to see where, I think she's where the gist in where the gist in that is of the motivation.
2: I think she's involved in more of the Dark Ages uh, novels and stuff
0: like that,
4: but I could be wrong. Since Cynthia's more fleshed out in the dark ages than yeah. she
2: is. Ah,
0: I need to backlog that then. So anyway,
2: this fucking Ghost Knight. Oh, you oh, haven't yeah. talked about New
0: Earth first. Oh talk about okay, I'm, first. I'm sorry. No,
2: we should talk about New Earth first. Um awesome chapter. Holy that was, shit.
4: That was
0: powerful.
2: I yeah. love I love reading about characters who think they know everything. And then all of a sudden one old ass man just <laughs> fucking rocks his world. Ding. Like, wait a minute. Smoke Jaguars are still alive? And you've been in front of us the whole time?
0: Why do I smell Ben Gay on you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um you you can't be. Oh you oh you are. Still to this day forever faithful
2: is Probably one of my favorite books of all time,
0: and I like the explanation of why the jaguars were not the old clan.
2: Yep, yep. Already that, and and you could see the pain on his face when he was like, as he was talking. Blaine made sure to say, "Oh, believe me, I thought about taking it. <laughs> I did, but
0: we're but not Trent, that animal anymore." Trent
2: was so. In Paul Moon's mind, that is like it washed over me. You know, I thought about it, but then it it, 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 this is not who we are now.
0: You know, it's interesting to see the transition of Paul Moon's change of character throughout these books.
4: Oh, you yeah. know, but, but there's another interesting point, and we've, we hit on it earlier. Paul Moon made the comment that we had drifted so far away from being a clan that no one would accept us. Right. Are the clans going to accept the fact that Vlad or not Vlad, Alaric and Mulvina for that matter are taking Tara without bidding, you know, like, like what, like what Charles said earlier, mm-hmm. are the clans going to accept the fact that they have gone against their reed, their tradition, to take this planet will they be accepted will that act be accepted because it didn't follow tradition
1: yeah when i wonder if because the whole i, I don't know i i'm glad you guys enjoyed that chapter it just felt weird to me that yeah. that paul moon was like oh i'll drink the Alaric kool-aid I'll, I'll get on that i'll get on that hype train um because there's no money in it Merk. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i gotta get get out of my own head but but i think though maybe andrew i think maybe you're touching on maybe maybe, because it may be foreshadowing because that is why no clan stood up for smoke jaguar when they were destroyed by the inner sphere like the comments
0: of only we can
1: kill our own well yeah when the the idea of when they used warships uh for uh turtle bay then yep. all the clans kind of went yeah you're not you're not cool Hands enough off. to. Yep. Shit, you, you crossed the line on that one yeah oh the, the entire inner sphere is attacking you sucks to be you bro it's not me so i don't care and i wonder if that hmm. if that's a foreshadowing for there's going to be a turn of events where maybe a lyric and Melvina find themselves in a not beneficial situation even despite all their planning and everything where then the, the other clans could come to the rescue but don't because you're not you're not us anymore they're gonna have a breaking character oh uh,
4: matt i like your comment and i wanted to touch on that too Alaric's comments uh, that that chapter Alaric's feelings towards other clans and the inner sphere's interaction with them. The fact that the inner sphere took out the smoke jaguars, Kirita takes out the Nova cats, right? And his comment of, "they no one touches our people but us. Yeah. And I found that interesting because he's not really clan. Is he? <laughs> but it's his genetic makeup, his entire upbringing was so different because up until alaric i had never heard of a warrior waiting to take their trial of position yes there was I, i've never, I've of never like, heard of that i've how never how long it's never been documented that a per, that a clan warrior once they finish getting through their training as a SIPCO, took too that long they decide well i'm going to take it when i feel like it
1: yeah, I didn't, I'm gonna, gonna back post Europe, you know. Like that doesn't happen.
4: <laughs> that was that was strange to me because as a clan warrior, if you're a true clan warrior, you want to get into battle and prove yourself. Why would you wait to take your trial of position?
2: Hence the I think. Well hence he, hence Becker, Ramil Becker, Warbear. Mm-hmm which is the fucking coolest nickname ever. It's coolest name ever. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> has, has such animosity towards him right away. He's like, what are you doing?
0: It makes sense because, I mean, all the bad history between the wolves and bears. Mm-hmm.
2: But also, like, what are you up to? Like, when you don't try to go for your blood name right away,
4: like, that does draw... A lot of suspicion. But at the same time, it sounded, it felt like, and it read like, he was involved in the warrior culture. He was planning battles. He was right. involved in intelligence. He was a rice star He was doing things. He was a was star He was a, a
0: rice star without taking his trial of position. He was an well, and, and here's along and, with that. Here's along with that. Look how many people of Khan, Sakan... Star commanders, star colonels that he influenced as almost a nobody, mm-hmm. and basically became the leader by bypassing all that. Now, how did
2: ch- he- I'm going to chalk it up as plot armor, but
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't. He didn't get a necessarily bypass it, but he it, it like where Aiden Pride took a very unconventional path due to circumstance. Right. Yeah. Alaric chose that, uh, that path, that unconventional sideways way of doing things. And it was which, fun
0: how it was more political than action.
1: Well, that's because his mother was involved. I mean, right. right.
0: Big yep. influence, big influence. That. Well, yeah. both of them, both of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Victor she and
0: Catherine.
4: Victor well, had right, nothing right. to do with Alaric.
0: Politics.
4: No, Victor had He's nothing genetics. to do with Alaric. It was oh, just no, here. but he
0: he viewed his history of Victor in his politics. Oh, right, yes. So politics are kind of one of his storefronts,
1: right? But how Catherine, he influences others. Catherine basically kind of held him by the hand and navigated him through all of the rough waters. Where where like
0: until he killed her.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you gotta, right, because you know.
0: basically he was telling him what to do all the time. She was, yeah.
1: Well, right, because she wanted to. Well, she wanted to be the first lord. She never stopped wanting to be the first lord. I'm talking Other. about the
0: ghost knight now.
1: Well, did she yeah. want to be? <laughs> do, do you think she wanted to be the Il-Khan?
0: Don't care. No, she.
1: Well, no, <laughs> she. She was going to be first lord, maybe not in title. But in she was going to be the influencer,
4: she was going to be the
0: person behind. She was never going to be
2: Ilkhan, she was going to be the one whispering into the
0: Ilkhan's ear. That's what it's a shadow (laughs) colonel, shadow con. But,
2: fucking a
1: right. (laughs) Well, and, and, and but I think though, coach, you are getting to probably one of the more pivotal points of the entire novella. Who's the Who's the Ghost Knight, and why who, were who Who put them there,
0: right? So and why and why? So the so Ghost I'll, Knights are basically uh, what the Rots intelligence.
2: Go, okay, so Ghost Knights are technically probably the most loyal people to the Exarch. You don't get to be a Ghost Knight and be like, I'm kind of wishy washy on my politics here. Like, no, that doesn't happen. Think of them as Wolfnet. Think of them as uh, uh, a clan watch or something like that. These these are the shadow people that answer to a very, very high power. And their loyalty yeah. is almost unwavering. So... And
0: then, and then they basically give the key to <laughs> the, the... When
2: a ghost knight the wall. goes through so much <laughs> There's a lot to do. that one chapter. There's so much to dissect from one. When they give the wolves the key to the kingdom,
4: right? Well, they give the they give they give the wolves the documentation on how to get through or get past the wall, the Fortress, the fortress Republic, Fortress Republic,
0: yeah. By being what a half a light year, half, in- half a light year, half yeah. a light year. From the wall is basically a a position to start from before. And which we through. know from
2: Rocket Republic that it's not just a all encompassing barrier.
0: Nope.
2: They are decon I mean they're basically reverse engineering hyperspace drives to target certain <laughs> areas in hyper hyperdrive to fuck things up.
0: So do you, just I, on the I, emergence. I, I had a question on that emergency. too of I had a question on that too is like since all of a sudden the wall shrank down to just around terra was it because we can you know keep burning out all these hyperdrives it's exactly what it was it's and exactly based, what it was yep, yeah so that was my that was my understanding of like since they're running out of them it's like hey go ahead and just shut it all down and yep. bring the range into just around us. It was Devil Stone buying every ounce of time he could get
2: to re-fortify get and build his readouts in on Terra. Yep. Uh, yep. That he was just scrapping jump ship after jump ship
0: to wow. convert. And warships. And everything. <clears throat> Anything you know, that had a jump drive.
1: So, and, and they okay. haven't explained... How it works? Have they no. like? No, because I have this. I don't know. I, I I don't know my own little brain cannon here. Of, I think that they jump a ship to the convergence w- w- or the emergence wave. Once they pick up an emergence wave, I think they use a local ship and jump it to those coordinates. Really? Right? Because <laughs> that, that's that's my idea. Because uh, we all know that if you try to jump when there's a jump ship already there, that you end up. Inside them, hype, right inside them, or if they're <laughs> in in mid jump, you pull them into hyperspace or not hyperspace necessarily, yeah. but you 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 screw up the jump. So the if you but, you
4: but remember you, though too in with the word of Blake doing their super jumps, mm-hmm. they were doing that's how the only way they were able to do that was with lithium ion batteries. batteries. They did a jump within a jump to cover. The, the, the space that they needed that's right. what i think it is is and and i the wall feels to me more as uh, a radio or a distortion that yeah, affects the they they made a comment about that it affects the emergence signature
0: yep. of mm-hmm. a
4: jump ship but it has to but it has to do something with distance mm-hmm. right because if you're within half of the light year of the wall you can pass through if you're if further you're... away than that or closer your shit gets all fucked up
2: see that's mm-hmm. where i'm going with gideon's version is that because they're stripping jump ships left and right of their hyperdrives so i think they've created like a capsule right it's all it is it's just a capsule with a hyperdrive and they detect that emergence and they just send that capsule and it gets
4: destroyed <sighs> Of course, remember. Remember, fiction 2 We'll talk about the emergence signature and how big it is, based on the size of the vessel, mm-hmm. and I believe distance traveled as well in the jump. That like be- jumping from jumping from thirty light years out, the emergence signature would take either two way. Versus
2: we are not jumping- talking about the problem. <laughs> Anyways, AM. this
0: this whole problem will be fun for them to explain. The in deal detail. is, right. the deal <laughs> is, let's let's get to the meat well, of it. Is fucking well, there, there, there's there's another point I had. Mid- there's not another point. Yes, there is. Jesus, you have the wolf officer sent off to go get that ship. That's ever oh, missing. Oh, the Mackenzie Yeah, yep. and that's, that's Arnold all in- and phone. I'm having a lovely time uh, reading guys, Icons, read of, icons? War. I I not, of War. I have not Oh no. I'm just, <laughs> so I'm book. just I'm like great after book. after Children of Krinsky, I'm reading the Icons of War to backtrack during that saga.
4: <laughs> really, really good book. We should be talking about that one too, but we won't yeah.
1: I, I, I would like to just point out that there are no hyperdrives in Battletech, so Every every time that coach said hyperdrive, he really meant KF drive, so that way Disney doesn't sue us.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> coach has had a little bit to drink.
2: Why the fuck would Devlin Stone want the Wolf Empire
0: to be able to jump into Terra?
1: One of two things. Well, he's he, tired of using him. the ghost berries, so he wants to use a wolf instead. It, it wasn't him, or it's a trap.
4: <laughs> it's a trap again. Disney, don't sue <laughs> us. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay
2: I'm gonna parlay some inside information that I've had parlay. with the writer. Oh, uh, here you, we go. You pirate. Go. The writer asked me, "Why are you focusing on the the wolf? Has now taken the bait. Will they bite?" That's the wrong line to focus in on.
4: No, it's the line to focus in on is there's other packages to be delivered some harder than this. Correct. That's the part that's the part to focus in on because Correct. he's not done this person Correct. is not done. Correct.
2: Andrew hit the head on the nail and
0: who <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop reverse that. Wait a minute, what?
2: Nail on the head? <laughs> is that what it was supposed to be? Yeah. Pe- yep,
1: people uh, in uh, glass uh, houses sink ships. I mean There we're... you go. <laughs> loose soul loose Yeah. Jeez. Loose so, slips, throw stones. Holy shit.
2: And we all know that Blaine Leopardo is a huge Wolverine fan. And I put forth saying that the hardest package to deliver would quite possibly be
0: Clan Wolverine. And you're going to have to include the Ghost Bears because apparently they still lost, you know.
2: No, Ghost Bears would not be hard to deliver a package to. Why are we focusing on clans?
0: Okay,
2: well, one. Comstar. I thought about that as well. I thought about, okay, are they delivering packages to Draconis Combine, Federated Sons, blah, blah, blah.
4: Who's to say the package is the same? I'm, what, I'm,
2: what are I'm, you
0: hearing? I, I'm hearing. I'm hearing a motivation to spill well, something. I'm, what I'm Easter over, egg do you have? I'm overruling the typical
2: Inner Sphere people. The one package that I could also see would be very hard to do. Would be going to the Confederated uh, the yeah. compelling Confederation. Now we all heard. We just read this whole book on how. Oh the Republic of the Sphere and if we attack here and, and then Jade Falcons attack here and then nobody mentions that well what if the Liao's
0: show up too No well, they said they were stretched too thin
2: No yeah, the is not They're not
0: stretched too thin Well, well Aleric said was not Aleric uh, said thoughts, though. right Alaric said they were stretched too thin remember well, the conversations Maybe Aleric said that about Curita no. He said that about Carita. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he said that about a lot of different factions. No, The Alaric, Free World's League, yeah. Alaric
2: specifically said in this book, back to the book. that the Capellans <laughs> are the only ones that have a concerted effort towards Terra.
4: And you got to remember, during the interview with Brent, he made a comment as well that the Ill Clan could be just... A misdirection in and of itself. Right. It may not be a clan that takes Terra. It could be Liao. It could be anything mercenaries. It could be Northwind. It could be the Spirit Cats, for all I know. (laughs)
0: Who knows? Oh geez, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Meow. With the knowledge
2: uh, with the knowledge that Brent gave us and unwillingly, I know it was because he let the cat, I mean he let a lot of cats don't out know. of the bag. We don't know. It could be uh,
4: all a, it could be all a marketing ploy it, as well. It could
2: be a huge marketing ploy and fuck you guys, cause kudos to you. That was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't see there being an L clan. I see a giant power vacuum. <laughs> Where the Republic of the Sphere, Clan Wolf, Clan Jade Falcon, Capella... I mean, everyone who even tries to touch Terra
0: just gets eradicated. I, and, I see a planet getting, like, nuked and orbital just, bombarded. You
2: know, I joked around. It says, oh, Clan Wolverine's going to show up, and they're just going to nuke Terra and say, if we can't have it, nobody can. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not, it's, it's not feasible. I just, you know, and Brent said it too. He said the next age is going to be the age of mercenaries. Well, but, why
1: but that's would hundred years away? That's that's so far away.
2: But why <laughs> why would mercenary? Why would there be an age of mercenaries if everything's hunky
0: dory? Right? There's Cause an ill the facts, plan because the factions are going to destroy themselves. That's what I'm thinking. How how many? I mean, if if all these factions are not using mercenaries, they're using themselves to get there first to well, touch about Terra. If Everybody tar- else used to be like, well, we could pick up the salvage after they're all dead. <laughs> what would what would happen
2: to the clan mentality if there wasn't a Terra to take?
0: They'd be tar- either Sea Fox or they'd be. Ghost bears.
2: But I mean, think about it. If there's no terror,
0: right? They're going to be Alexander merchants, so they're going to be happy hunky dory in their own little house.
2: Nicholas Kerensky's idea is now not feasible. Their
4: entire way of life is not. Oh, not their entire way of well, life, but, but, their, but their end goal of coming their end into the goal is, is gone, gone.
0: You mean but... just like the smoke Jaguars that yep. turned into Fidelis? Bingo. Yep. Just, what are they going to do now? But What, what are they going to do now? They're going to be floating around doing their own thing. I mean, is there... A, I think it's.
4: I think there's more to it than that, but I'm there, sure. But
0: Is there an argument to be had? What else is had? there?
2: Is there an argument to be had that, say, Wolves had a PR campaign that says, well, before Terra turned into a giant ball of shit, we were the Oakland." We were the first ones. How many clans are gonna go? Well, yeah, technically they're right. Uh, I guess uh, we're gonna, you know, none, but maybe a couple. How how oh. how powerful does a clan need to be in order to claim ill clan? Say bears and say jaguars and say hell's horses all go. You know, technically they're right. They were the
0: first ones there. Never happened. The so, only thing that's going to matter is who's left standing. I mean, after all the all the metal you're going to throw into the meat grinder, it's just going to be the last people letting it. Well, whoever can be patient and let everything die off and destroy it, each other, that's going to be the takeover. I, I guess where I'm coming from is, where
2: does BattleTech go from here? Right. <laughs> we're either gonna recreate the thirty fifty clan invasion. Or either we're either gonna recreate the Starly. Like what throws it all into a giant fucking meat grinder and and we get to start all over. What happens if Clan Wolf gets so decimated they're basically down to one galaxy? Uh, Jade Falcons. Get reduced to fucking one trionary, but they're so uh, balls to the walls, jade falcons, that they just go and they turn into pirates. Republic of the nope. Sphere is no more. Uh, ev- everyone else in the inner Sphere is all fucking done. I mean, Draconis Combine is probably the, the most stable of
0: well, they out of the free they're out of the free worlds league cuz they oh, basically have the ceasefire. League. Free
2: Free Worlds League is in a mess. Like they're they're basically what the, you know where they were when they started.
0: Yeah, but you <laughs> gotta, you just got to look at numbers.
4: The Free Worlds League is the United States. They can't fucking agree on anything.
2: Exactly. Right. They so have they all stay this, stationary. They have stationary. all this power but they they can't
4: come together. They can't they have everything, but they can't come together to put it all in the same direction. So, um, it, the Kirita is in a good place. What? Their military is overextended. Yeah. The Fed sons, they're reeling from, from Kirita. Liao, strong. And
2: mm, Steiner. Not if they
4: show up at Terra. Not if they show up at Terra. Hey, they could show up at Terra and go, hey. Wolves and Falcons are there. Let's let them go through all the work. We'll go in and clean
0: up when it's done. All right. So, individually, who's going to come out on top? Andrew. Or you unknown. Know,
4: with all the with all the planning and the vision and the execution, I I got to go with that Alaric is going to come out on top because He's made the plans. I mean, he talked about it. If he doesn't have somebody to come on, they were at 60 per- 68% casualties. If they invited somebody to come and help take the redoubts out, they Down were only 30. at 31% casualties. Not only that, but they have the Dragoons coming. Now, not a huge force. But Anastasia Kerensky's also gone off to go pull in clan Wolves in exile.
1: All of a sudden,
4: you have two fresh forces coming to a, a, a victorious army.
3: Yeah. Four he or just, five instead makes, of
4: one. Yeah, he makes himself strong. I'm I'm going with Alaric and the Wolves, but some I know something happens. Aaron, what do you I, think?
2: I think nobody wins. I think uh, Alaric, Malvina, Devlin Stone, I think they all die. I think uh, Terra gets bombarded to the point where there's no viable extinction left on the planet I think uh, there's with no HPG network I think I mean I I think the Dark Ages was like a McDonald's ball pit and it was just <laughs> fun
0: precursor <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I, I don't think we've
2: I don't think we've seen carnage until after ill clan gets done
4: if I it think it's done.
2: I think it's absolutely humanity at its worst. <laughs>
4: um, that was world, that was the jihad, dude. That was word of Blake. We're not. No, going back
2: that was a that was a singular force doing it against everyone. This is everyone doing it against everyone. So the
4: succession wars again.
2: Mm-hmm. Basic, yeah. I, I think it's succession wars on steroids. I think uh, periphery states. I mean, think about it. The Wolf Empire withdrew everyone. Everyone, there's nobody on a Wolf Empire world right now, so it is it is going to be a world grabbing. The Sibcos just oh,
0: the Sibcos are there.
2: Yeah, but they're still in the test tube.
0: It, I still want a I still want a wedding plate set for I think Succession Wars. That would be fucking <laughs> amazing. But I, I think it's going to be
2: absolute decimation, fucking decimation. I think
0: there's, right. there's going to be nobody All right. left. All right, Gideon, what do you think is going to come out on top or happen?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. I was just double-checking the timeline because <laughs> I think that that's a very important piece. Well, when it comes to this uh, ghost night, this oh, very yeah. enigmatic, mysterious ghost night, so the intel was dropped at the end of October. Yep. So they had to know that they it would take Alaric maybe a couple months to get ready to jump. So how far could she could she make it to deliver these other packages?
2: Not very far.
1: No, no. I mean, within a couple months, being able to deliver pertinent information. You're talking two so... or three
4: jumps, maybe. <laughs> but at, at the must... same time, but at the same time, who's to say that she's not she doesn't have a long game? She or he, he or she. Who's to say there isn't a long game it's or a, something planned that it's a, it's they a have heat. time. And,
1: and, that where, and that's where I come from the whole "it's a trap" angle. Because if you can stick the wolves and lure the, Jake the men. Falcons, stick them both on Terra, let them have fun and, and burn them, and run off and go conquer all of their undefended land. Well, that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty cool. Um, just turn the tables on them. Um, but,
4: well, remember—I mean, they sent out there. Who was the cat in the one book? Uh, rock, not Rock of the Republic. The one before that. One before "Divided We Fall." When they went to Darien and retook Darien there are there are militaries that have been sent out away from Terra mm-hmm. to go do stuff. Uh, What's, their
1: end, What's Devil, their end goal?
2: What's oh, their end goal? Devlin Stone is going to have the last laugh.
1: No. Yep. Mm. No. See, and that's—he's not, that cool. that's, <laughs> not that cool. They've built him, but they built—they built
2: him up so much where he he's has not that to, cool. He—he's been frozen,
1: freeze dried. But but that's the hard part because generally you can get a feel for who's going to win by who feels like the best. So confident. To speak. Well, not no, not confident. Like Victor won because Victor was very fleshed out, very and humanized. Lucky. Well, it hmm. is lucky. Haunts Haunts won. Why? Because it, the story was told from yep. a Davian sympathetic point of view. So plot it, armor. It, it no, no, not necessarily plot no. armor. Just in you, you can identify with them because the story is told from their point of view. No.
4: I think it's going to be fun to watch Stone go insane
1: yeah we'll see but that's the everything hard part coming in on planet yeah because I don't like any of them
0: <laughs> right yeah no, I honestly i hey, I don't like Alaric. Where,
1: I don't like stone I don't where do, like your Kel, where,
0: where do your Kelhounds fit into this
1: well they're all after. hanging out where it all began after they're, that's the last piece of information on them is they are going to where it all began so who knows where that could be but
4: Going back to the monastery, <laughs> yeah, Glengarry,
1: yeah, Glengarry is mean, where it started. Mal- Mallory's world, I mean, yeah, it depends. Mallory's on what, world, yeah, I could on, go there on too. On what you mean by started? Well, yep. be... I'm yep. gonna go
2: with Glengarry is where it started. That's relatively. Well, the close. interesting thing
4: is Mallory's world is along with the Kirita invasion. That's up along that along yep. that invasion corridor. It could be there because. Right now, Calamity's with Julian, and Julian's on his way there. Of course, he's going to get called back to come back to Terra, but...
1: Right. Oh, yeah.
2: that'll throw a fucking wrench.
1: See, I, I think that I, I like some of the Dragoon characters that we've been introduced to in the, hmm. in the current timeline. I like some of... I, I like Calamity. Um, yeah. I, like, I like Julian.
4: Yep, I do too.
1: And that's... One, I hate to say, but I, I even kind of like the Capellans. That's one of the things I really liked about uh, the Grey Watch was I, I liked people on all sides. Nice. Yep. In different ways, you know.
4: The, com- the commander of House Amara really was an interesting to me because he was not what you would have expected a compelling officer oh. of House Amara to be.
0: Was right. it likable? was likable.
4: It was very likable. There you and go. The way mm-hmm. he, the way he interacted with his commanders, again, all females as well. Um, it's fine. No, I'm, I'm just it, yeah. again. Yeah. That was something else that was unique in that book to me. Mm-hmm. Was the the powerful women in the positions that they had? Um, not not trying to be sexist. Just no, of course not. Um, it, it was very interesting where they were, and then it was interesting the conversations and the byplay that they had with with that housemaster. Um,
0: that book I enjoyed a lot, mm-hmm. especially exactly to you. The yeah, even their even their all even of, the their, people, all of the their, people were it, great. Even their interactions while they were getting food while uh, talking yeah. through the the meetings was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool. so we're, the, we're we're seeing a lot of new types of interactions and character development and relationships through those, which are fun.
1: So I think uh, basically it's going to be a lot of second in commands. I think Alaric is probably too fleshed out to necessarily just like disappear. Um, He's kind of the culmination of a whole lot of story, but, um, but I, I, I don't know. I think um, he's not going to win it though. But I mean, if Melvina and Devlin choke each other to death, that's <laughs> um. But, That'd but, be a fun but, seed. Yeah, but I think the I think the Capellans and well, we're going to come back around to the, the uh, cornerstone of BattleTech. We're going to have the Capellans, the the Kiritans and the Davians, and that's going to be that's going to be where it's at. So how on how Northwind. We get there? I don't know. On
4: right. on Northwind. Exactly. On Northwind.
1: Oh yeah. Ooh. That's yeah, all going to
4: happen on Northwind,
1: and and if if Brent hadn't given us the little tidbit that that's going to be not released soon, hmm. I would have thought that that would have played <laughs> a bigger part in how this is going to come yes. about.
0: But <laughs> yep, thanks, Brent. All right, gentlemen, how about shout outs? Yes, I have
4: I have another one. I got to give a shout out to uh, Seneca. Michael Seneca sent me Seneca.
2: one of these.
1: Ooh. Ooh, nice.
2: He said, "You want one? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes get all the cool stuff." <laughs> it's all about contracts. Thank you,
0: uh, Aaron.
4: Uh, oh, we didn't say he sent me a hockey puck of uh, what Northland Highlander dice? Yeah, cool. yeah,
2: because yeah, we all can't see, see it. it. Yeah,
0: um, they're my... red and blue.
2: My shout-out is going to go to, uh, again, all the Wolfnet Radio Podcast Faithfuls. Uh, we are steadily growing every day. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, for those of you who are just listening to this for the first time uh, and want to get more involved into BattleTech and stuff like that, please uh, message one of us or somebody on the face- Facebook group uh, about getting hooked up on the Discord channel. Um, we are playing Tuesday night fights, and uh, there's regiment. Oh, there's games. There's games every night. There's games, there's every, games, night. games every night. Uh, every, we've we've culminated a, a very wonderful group of people that are active in BattleTech and have a great uh, attitude. Um, again, if you're going to be a dick, don't bother. <laughs> uh, we're not looking for you guys. Uh, but if and you. you- you will quickly be let you, you will quickly you... be weeded out. Let's just say that it it won't take long. Um, we, we've got a lot of great people in our in our group, and and we're looking to expand it. But we're only looking to expand with the people that we know that are going to be good people. So that's my shout out. Uh, also, you know what? Shout out to my co-hosts, Matt, Aww. Andrew, Charles.
4: Thank you. And this, the, the, silent, Fuck the it, silent, even
2: Tommy, the silent, the silent <laughs> partner. You, you wouldn't know if he wasn't here anyway. So, uh...
0: was, oh Oh, that was
2: a kick. Oh,
1: Caw. love you. Ca-caw, ca-caw. Uh, Charles. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll start off with, uh, silent. Get better, man. Um, then, uh, Scraddle who, uh, Give us uh, uh, some props over on the uh, Everything Battletech channel. So thanks, Scratle. Appreciate your kind words. Um, and big ones. Um, Seth, of course, with all of this electronic work he's been doing for us and Amen. helping us out. That's awesome. Rajo. Um, and then uh, Kaji, Lion Wolf, Knockdown, and Eden, and uh, oh, War Crimes. Gold. Crime. Gold. I, I've been having this huge conversation, Lord Us lore junkies hanging out. So I really Mm -hmm. appreciate all of you guys chiming in and kind of all of us pushing our uh, uh, brains to kind of that next level of lore. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another beautiful podcast listening. You can reach us at WNRP at wolfstragoons.com, Facebook page, the regiment, Discord. Enjoy your community. If you have people in need, feel free to give. If there's need, it can be returned. Other than that, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Woof. Woof.
2: That was some fucking lungs on that wolf. fade out, man. I, I was
0: I was taking up all that time, so he'd just say it right away. That was good.
2: <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I like it.